From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You got that sparkle in your eye. <laughs> um, Ryan Gosling, they uh, they wrapped production on Barbie, which kind of sucks because all the pictures from the set of Barbie have been just so much fun to see Yeah, uh, with Ryan Gosling and uh, Margot Robbie all dressed up. But he's still out promoting um, Gray Man. And everybody right now is getting fun Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. Like, you remember we talking about, like, his Kennergy and all that stuff? And, sure. like, people just getting lost in his dreamy eyes. He's having a lot of fun, and um, he was talking about the joy he has knowing that people may dress up like his Ken for Halloween. Listen to this. Are you ready to inspire a lot of Halloween costumes this year? This is my dream. It's always I've always wanted to make a character that people might go out for Halloween as. And so I was actually in a, an elevator the other day shooting Barbie, and I was uh, in my cowboy costume, and a guy got in, and he said, uh, he's like, you know, I'm going, to, I'm going out for that for Halloween and I was it, it was like a great moment just, I hope that's true I, and I hope they have multiple choices wow see, he, every, see, he should have multiple choices see everybody's getting fun Ryan Gosling right yeah, now but know. you don't always get fun Ryan Gosling I want to play this clip for you mm-hmm. when was this from Maury this was from 2016 okay so this so this was Maury getting not fun Ryan oh, right because no. not everybody gets fun Ryan right yeah. now with Barbie and Grayman you're getting fun Ryan this is not fun right listen to Maury on the red carpet with uh, Ryan Gosling Ryan Gosling, as much as I would love to stare into your eyes, I have to ask you questions. Okay. Um, This film, by the way, congratulations, incredible. Thank you. Um, This film, I got the impression that sometimes, I guess, work is more important than love. Am I wrong? Sometimes you get it wrong. Well, I think the dilemma of the characters is that, you know, what's more important, you know. Also in this, you're such (laughs) an incredible romantic. What kind of a romantic are you in real life? Uh, You know, I, I, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know how to answer that <laughs> oh, right? wow. So not everybody So right he now almost, He almost sounds like a bro, jerk Bro, everybody's getting fun, Ryan uh, But there was a time where you didn't get fun, Ryan That's why it's so wild to see Ryan out there Talking about Kennergy oh. and everything else hold on, hold on. What? Sean, it's Razamoka. What's going on, brother? <laughs> so Here's what Sean just texted us. Okay? Yeah. Ryan Gosling yeah. lived a block away from me and bullied me on my paper route. And my dad had yeah. dealt with the situation accordingly. LOL. I yeah. hate him. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, I, I, I would love to cross paths with Ryan Gosling again. I swear. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a violent person, but I, my fist would clench. I had a paper route when I was younger. Uh-huh. And he had some kind of red Trans Am and he lived up the street and around the corner from me. Yeah. yeah. And this is the time he was like in high school or something like that. And he would bully me, calling calling me names when I was on my paper route and stuff. Yeah. It came to the point where I told my dad and I said, look for the red firebird when I start turning the corner on, uh, on our street delivering papers. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he came out with a big pipe wrench and uh, gave a good threaten. And uh, he burned off and that was the last he ever bullied me. 
Really? And well, then he went off to Hollywood and gave a big story. Yeah, I know. The pipe, wrench, the pipe wrench my dad got was like this two-foot huge aluminum pipe wrench. Okay, nobody cares as much about the pipe wrench as, as you do. What did Ryan got? Okay, honestly, I, we don't need, I'm not going into detail about your dad's huge pipe wrench. Okay? Um, what did what did Ryan Gosling used to say to you? He used to call me some, uh, some brutal names that I just won't want to say and I don't want to put on the air, but yeah. uh, just... Just straight up being a teenager, bullying a younger kid. Yeah. How so, much? How much younger uh, yeah. were you? How old were you? Yeah. When was, this was all happening, I was delivering papers. I think I was around eight or nine years old. So oh, I had okay. the paper out because it was right on my street. Was he on break or high at that point, or no? Not at that point. No. no. Was I he handsome? He was right was he handsome? Getting on break or high. Was he handsome at that point? Well, yeah, he's a good-looking guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, Just needed to make sure. When I'm when I when I'm that young, I'm not. Uh, like, I'm not. Uh, you know. <laughs> like was he was he exceptionally handsome? Would you say? Yeah, he had nice blonde hair. He was driving like this red Firebird. Yeah, yeah, that's. Ex- yeah, I, I know, I know. I just need him. I need you to say the words. He was exceptionally handsome. <laughs> It was it was exceptionally handsome, especially driving a red flag. You got, you got bullied by the best looking bully the world has ever known. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how to feel about that. Should, you should, should feel, I feel privileged. Or should I, so when he I, got I feel privileged. when he got famous and you and you and you hear people like just fawning all over him and everything, like does it drive you nuts? Like do you still hold like that for him? Oh, I a hundred percent. I will not watch. I watched one of his movies and I really liked it. And I was upset that I really liked it. Really. Um, but going going forward, no, I will not watch any of his movies. And again, I'm a little upset because now I have a daughter and yeah. he's making that new Barbie movie. Right. So. Oh yeah, you know you're gonna have to watch it. I'm going to have to watch him as Ken, and I'm going to be sitting there grinding my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing that you got bullied by Ken when you were yeah. a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah now, now, yeah, I got bullied by Ken. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, what if your daughter wants the doll, and then you're going to, oh like, no. you're going to walk through the living room one morning and step on it and hurt your foot, <laughs> and he's going to be lying there shirtless, staring up at you with that big smile. Yeah, that thing, that thing would probably get stomped or thrown out immediately. When he did the notebook and everybody was like, oh, my God, everyone, the world fell in love with him. That must have drove you crazy. Oh, it drove me absolutely nuts. You probably even just, like, hated houses at that point, right? Like, you would hate everything associated with Ryan Gosling. You know, if you walk by a construction site, saw a guy, saw a guy building a house, you want to throw something. (laughs) Yeah, I do. Every, and my wife bugs me about it too. Does your wife like him? Does she think he's sexy? She's here right now. Oh yeah. Put her on for a sec. Here, here's Amanda. Put her, put her on. Hi Amanda. Amanda. What do you think of Ryan Gosling? Hot? No, actually, not not my type. Oh, oh my God! On. First of all, congratulations. <laughs> okay, you are you're the greatest woman of all time. <laughs> you're a real one. Right? You're a real. Yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? Hot or not? Who? Oh, super hot. Who? I don't judge men, man. I mean, yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that said he's extremely handsome. What does it matter what I think? Yeah, he was. Yeah, okay. Now you're the best. All right, Sean. Thank you so much, dude. I appreciate the call. Listen to you guys every morning. Oh, man. We appreciate you, brother. Take care. Okay, take care, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Kind of upset. Why? What happened? Because I feel. What did you do? I feel like we could have made. Money. A ton of money Doing. from something that was said on the show years and years ago. Oh. Did you see what Julia Fox was wearing the other day? 
There's a group photo she took. She's at some Who's fashion Julie thing. Fox? Remember Uncut Jams? Oh, Kanye. The girl that dated Kanye, Kanye for five minutes and turned it into a weird career. Yeah. Yeah. And he made her get rid of all her clothes. And then... Um, right. Bought her and all new stuff. Decked and then, her out with, with all brand new brand new clothes. And then she, and then Kanye dumped her. And then she just started, like, cutting other things up and wearing it down the street. Yeah. Yeah. She's had some wild outfits, that girl, man. Uncut Jams. Some wild outfits. Bro, she was wearing the deep V jeans. No. Yeah. No. You, do you know about DV jeans on the show, Deepa? Because you've listened to this show since you were a kid before joining the show. Do you remember deep yeah, I, V jeans? No, I actually don't remember so, what happened with yeah, that. Yeah, deep V jeans. Um, this was a Raw's creation. <laughs> yeah, that and wrong. You, you know, I you know, I actually I talked to my lawyer about this because yeah. I was going to make them as a goof, and then I just got too busy and I never did. Like I had the websites, I had, um, I was uh, I had the the trademark applications all like all done and we everything sue? else. Nah, sue what for what? What she got? Fifteen dollars? Do you want to see? Do you want to see? Yeah, what the yeah. deep V jeans? Yeah. So so deep V jeans. By the way, was I was always like. I wouldn't just wear like a deep V. Like my deep V's were super deep V's, mm-hmm. right? Shirts, by the way. Shirts. shirts. And I had said, why doesn't somebody come up with deep V jeans where it's like jeans, but only like where the button and zipper are, just remove that and 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 cut out the triangle, like right right in the middle. So you'd have a deep V shirt and deep V jeans. Yeah. Right? Know. So these deep V jeans so is what these they were. Jeans? <laughs> is, is that, these that, jeans? That's, that's the that's that, that, that's a sort of like that's the couture version, right? Deep mm. V jeans. Fashion was uh, thank you, Maury. So yeah. what Julia Fox is wearing jeans? is exactly what you gotta be kidding me. You were describing. You gotta be kidding me. I mean, me. let me just let everyone know that people online were going in on right. on okay. on her jeans. Yeah, that was right? the point of, of DV jeans, though. Look at these jeans. Oh yeah, they're DV jeans. Right? Yeah. Is this not exactly That's what we exactly, talked about yeah. on this show years and years, like ten years ago? Did she yeah. make these or buy them? No, no she's like she, a designer made them. Yeah, yeah. Those are my those are my those DV jeans. Those are exactly what yeah. you just described yeah. and you've been talking about and what you talked about ten years ago. Yeah. And Julia Fox is out here making news yeah, wearing, DV wearing DV those jeans. jeans. So we'd sue the designer. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you well, have you to can. prove. Yeah, I mean, we not unless. Proof. We have not audio in, proof. Uh, Yeah, I know, but it's like, how do you? How do you, you, you have to prove you know? that that person the, heard it on our show. It's called the poor man's copyright. No, it's not. You can't. You can't. You, you, you can't sue because somebody else made a T-shirt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you, you can't copyright a chair um, outright. Like, you can you change it, you know, five percent, and then the design is yours or whatever it is. So people were comparing her to a centaur. <laughs> This is the exact reaction I was hoping for with DV jeans, too. Yeah. I was hoping for mass ridicule. Like, I wanted something to catch. Yeah. Right? Uh, oh, man. And then... I had no wrong? idea that there's a whole bunch of people out there who are... Uh, co- I never made the comparison before. Yeah. But people are saying that her transformation into Jar Jar Binks is becoming more and more apparent. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. How do you... God, that's another... Jeez, that's an insult. <laughs> right? That hurts. That really, really that hurts. hurts. But hey, listen, I, you know, I have I have no feelings towards, uh, what's her name? Julia Fox. I have no feelings I'm towards Julia Fox. I have, no feel, I have no feelings towards her. Therefore, like, I, I can't, I can't even, like, yes. ridicule or judge. I know, All I, I know like, is this is she is shining a turd like I've never seen somebody <laughs> shine a turd before. <laughs> right? Like, she was handed five minutes, you know, of 
you know, Kanye with his yeah. tongue in her mouth uh, in a restaurant and then at a hotel when he decided to dress her up for the Brand weekend. New wardrobe. Brand new wardrobe. And then he dumped her and she has been working that like I applaud it. Really, I do. Yeah, why not? You know, like what else are you gonna do? But now she's stealing your fashion. It's fine. It's fine. I, I'm, I'm now. I, I this, what this does is this. I've had you know tons of great ideas, so it's not like this is my only good idea. But I'm just <laughs> glad to see that now that I see them on an actual sort of like model out in public, uh-huh. right? I do feel I do feel vindicated and validated that it yeah. was a decent idea. Deep vagines. Yeah. Right? Would you ever wear deep vagines, Deepa? No. Okay. That... Are you mad? No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what you're I don't know what you're into. I don't know. She's like, nah. Maybe maybe I'm you, good. maybe you're into that kind yeah. of thing. I certainly I'm would. into turtlenecks, full sleeves, and long pants. So this definitely is not a look for So me. deep vagines, not your she not your thing. No. Yeah. Maury on the other no. hand. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's pretty good. Thanks. Thanks. Wait, who? Uh, Roz or myself? Mocha. Right? Just like Shakira. Oh. What? Wait, I'm actually conflicted now. Wait, can you both do it again? Not Mocha. Sorry. That's a little sad. Just had to confirm. Okay, come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? It's like Shakira yeah, just walk just, in the room. You know, you know when somebody like. No, 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 no. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Shut up, Shem. <laughs> Nobody better. asked you. Come on. Man. Nobody asked you. Shem's the singer. No. Ah, sorry, Shem. La, 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 Come on, right? Can you you go? Okay, wait, wait. Deepa, you close you close your eyes for a second. Okay? Okay. Okay, Shem. Well, I guess I'm gonna you don't even have to close your eyes because I'm gonna tell people when to sing. Uh, you can open your eyes again, Deepa. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why I okay. I don't know. Okay. All right. It's okay. Uh, close your eyes and close your ears so you can't yeah. hear yeah. Russ. Okay, yeah, Deepa, okay, don't listen, Deepa. Okay. okay. You're All gonna right. you're gonna judge yeah, us. I'll do whatever okay. you have Just to do. Don't listen for a second, okay? I would like I would this is the way I I would like to do the singing contest, okay? If you could uh, not listen and turn your headphones off. And then, sure. okay, thank you. Turn your computer, your computer yeah, screen yeah. off well, so you just, can't see us. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Shem, uh, you go I'll ahead. I'll just leave the studio. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Shem, go. La, 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 la. Mm, uh, that's weak. What? Uh, okay, now you go, Mocha. La, 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 la. Okay, I need, do I need the lyrics? I don't need the lyrics for this, right? It's just, what? La, 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 la. Okay. The lyrics. Okay. <laughs> Deepa, you're listening. You just laughed. You're listening. Wait, am I not judging? Yeah, you're listening, though. Yeah, I am. Wait, how am I supposed to judge if I don't listen? Are you serious about me turning my head down? People are so confused right now. I'm so confused. Sounds like Miss Piggy. Oh. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. I actually think that Mocha sounds the best. Here now we gotta go to judge number two, Damon Mori. Oh, Mocha. Oh, never mind. I don't know why. Come on, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. 
Your call has been forwarded to an oh. automatic voice messaging system. Oh, Six, no. two, three, four is not available. At the tone, please record your message. Oh, man. Oh, no. This what? is terrible. Uh, Carter, what's going on? It's the Razamoka Show. We got a note from your employee and friend, M, who said you're a big fan of the show and mm-hmm. you wanted to call. But more importantly... <laughs> Here's why it's going to be crushing for Carter okay. and also for Dammit Maury. Oh, no. Because oh. Carter, apparently, according to M, Carter is a huge Dammit Maury fan. And, <laughs> and, all Carter, and all Carter wanted was a phone call from Dammit Maury. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be Maury's time to shine. What and Carter hell? didn't even answer. This is the luck I have. My one <laughs> fan didn't answer. Did you dial right? I dialed correct. Yes, sir. Anyway, oh, uh, what no. would you like to say to Carter, Dammit Maury? Well, uh, thank you, but, like, dude, answer your phone. I wanted to, like, now that I know. Oh, 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 no. Oh, Oh, no. Sorry. Yeah. Happy birthday. birthday. We'll get you next year. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Can we play that um, Kevin Hart clip talking about the tortilla challenge? Oh, yes, absolutely. So the, the tortilla challenge, you know, because we did it in here and it was just, it was uncomfortable to watch. Deepa had some rage. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) People, if you watch the video Uh, at Kiss925 on Instagram, Shem's face. Oh, yeah. Like his eyes popping out of of his head. Yes. There were comments like saying how Shem's face, his reaction, it looked like one of those filters that people use on Snapchat. Oh, yeah. With the the eyes bugging out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart did it and theirs was probably like the one that went the most viral and was crazy because The Rock is just such a huge human and standing next to Kevin Hart Um, so here's a little bit of what went down with the uh, with the Kevin Hart Dwayne Johnson tortilla no no that's too much no you can't hold it like that you gotta hold it in the back so it's all tortilla here that's it like that yeah like that That. Knock me out. No, I'm not. Don't use your hand. around and pull your whole hand back there. Should I wet my tortilla? No. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, that's when the rock got slapped, right? Oh, yeah. oh my God. That's such a good sound. Do I win? And so uh, Kevin was on the uh, the Tonight Show last night uh, doing a breakdown of his fears that he had doing the tortilla challenge with Dwayne Johnson. So you guys did the tortilla slap challenge. Yeah. I was afraid for you, Kevin. I slapped it. No, 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 no. I was afraid for you. Oh, my God. Kevin Hart, I was afraid for you because I go, because you're, you, you're ready to do it, and then you're holding the tortilla. And if you haven't seen it on TikTok, you take a tortilla, you, fill, you drink a sip of water, and you slap a tortilla across someone's face. Yes. Dwayne's hand was behind us. Yeah, I had to make sure he was holding it right. Yeah, because he, he, he was going to do this. No, I think he was going to try to smack. I, I honestly think, I think he wanted to kill me. And I, and I was Because <laughs> right? he, he had his whole palm behind the tortilla. I'm like, no, no. That's, that's not how you do it. That's not tortilla that's slap not the, challenge. That's not the slap. He slapped with the tortilla. Yeah. You're like, just going to slap me. And then he's like, oh, because that's how he talked. Yeah. I swear, those two are so, I, so funny. <laughs> I can watch tortilla challenges all day. 
all day. I love, there's nothing. This is my favorite thing in the world right now is watching I somebody get smacked in the face with a tortilla. A video uh, the other day of two kids, I guess they're siblings. Yeah. And the young one, oh man, got his older brother. <laughs> and it was, like, if you thought the slaps in here were loud. Yeah. I could only imagine in their house because what I heard through my phone, it was loud. Right. My brother and I used to do stuff like this. My mom, she had like a bad arm or a bad back or something like that, right? And she had this machine that you put electrodes on on yourself and it like tenses up all the muscles and stuff like this. Right, you know, like, like one of those Doctor Ho? Ho, like a Doctor Ho, <laughs> but Dr. only Ho like, but only, device? but only like medical grade, like, okay. like, like, and she didn't need it anymore, so she gave it to my brother. My my brother asked if he could have it, and she was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." And then we used to sit in our apartment when we had no money, oh, no. and we used to stick them on, um, like our necks, oh, right, okay. and <gasps> then and then crank it all the way up until your head bent so far sideways that like the top of your head was touching your shoulder, oh. right? <laughs> <laughs> and we would just do that and. Torture each other yeah. with it, right? So, put so it anywhere else? it's yeah, 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 yeah. We would, yeah. Um, not and, there. No, you can't do that. They don't, just, they don't stick right. Okay. Right? Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, no, gotcha. you can't. You can't do that. And then, like, and then we had, um, we had like a little, like this weird little mallet. It was like a little tiny baby ball peen hammer kind of thing. And yeah. we realized there's a spot on the side of your knee that if you hit not even hard, just lightly, like your whole leg buckles and you fall on the ground, right? On the side of your knee, like the side like, of your, the, the doctor, side of your knee. No, it's the side of your knee. And they hit like no, it's the, the it's the it's the side of your knee, uh-huh. and we used to hide this thing, right? And so I'd be on the ground like playing, um, uh, I don't even know what it was at the time. Certainly not PlayStation, maybe Sega. And then I would have it hidden under my leg, and if he got up to go to the bathroom, I would oh, take it no. and just knock him really lightly oh, in the in the side gosh. of the leg, and then he would buckle and fall, right? Because really? it just sucks wow. the life right out of you. It was the is the greatest <laughs> oh. thing. So all of this stuff, like tortilla challenges and everything and everything else, it's just like it feels like home for me watching people yeah. hurt them. <laughs> Hurt each other out but of you love, gotta right? Do it too. We What's gotta that? Slap you. You gotta slap us if it feels like home. You think I'm letting somebody slap this face, Deepa? Please. <laughs> He's got a book to promote know. soon. So. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Ryan Reynolds almost killed Stevo from Jackass. So Ryan Reynolds did another one of those commercials from his uh, marketing company. This one was for Mountain TV Marketing. Uh, It's a a marketing platform that people can sign up for and everything else. And uh, he brought Steve-O from Jackass on to help him sort of do the run-through of the product. But only Steve-O, before doing the run-through of the product had to eat a California Reaper. So here, here's the no. setup. Here's the setup. Hi, I'm Ryan Reynolds, and welcome to my Mountain Television Software demo stunt. Let's be clear. There's a full medical team. Today, we'll learn why Mountain is the hardest working software in television by demonstrating how brands, big and small, are using it to transform their marketing. Of course, that sounds like it could be pretty boring. So I thought, what if someone ate a Carolina Reaper right before doing the demo. I thought I was here to promote my small business using Mountain's platform. Oh, you are. You are, but we also... We'd also like to see you eat the peppers. <laughs> okay, oh, so, no! so and, and Ryan, they mentioned it off the top, which was there was a full medical team there. Yeah. And Ryan tweeted, we had a full medical team on standby in case Steve-O accidentally got a piece of pepper on me during this demo. <laughs> um, so here is, here is uh, Steve-O eating the pepper and then trying to deliver the lines that he has to deliver to promote the product. <sighs> Only because I love you. Hmm. I love you too, Steve-O. Okay. 
There it is. All right, well, I think we should start. The mountain is so easy that Steve here, he can fly his own TV ad. So I think you just take it away, Steve. Mountain is a self-serve platform that makes putting an ad on television as easy as paid search or social. Oh, God, my whole throat is on fire like I just drank lava. Unlike most TV buying, everything starts with an audience. It does. There are over 60,000 audiences already built in. Plus, you can bring your own first party data. Data. Data, usually. Okay. Once you've set your audience, you can choose your budget. My doors are closing. Mm-mm. That mountain tech makes it all very easy. I got it. I can't. Milk, 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 milk. Uh, oh, no. Uh, it's my throat. Great job, Steve-O. <laughs> Big round of applause for Steve-O. Oh, it's your mountain demo right there. What a great yeah. idea. What's Steve-O's hot sauce called? He has his own line of hot sauce. Does it's, he really? Yeah, it's got a great... Steve-O, it's hot sauce in the butt? Hot sauce for your butt, I think, is what it's called. This reminds me... Steve-O's reaction reminds me of that episode of Loot with Maya Rudolph. Yeah. When she went on Hot Ones. Right. To eat yes. the chicken wings. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> she, every single bite she took, she was destroyed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's called uh, Steve-O's Hot Sauce for Your Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> That's great. Yo, big uh, up Ryan Reynolds, man. His that his marketing great team. At it, man. They just they home are run. Really great. One right after the other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, quickly before we go, there was something else I wanted to do. Talked about Drake already. Uh, Nick Cannon had his eighth kid. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yay, Nick Cannon. Um, where was it? I don't know where the hell it was. Hold on. She there said, was some. Ah, uh, stop it. Oh no, I was going to read a story about how they said that napping was bad for you, and then I decided against it. Well, because it's not really about napping being bad for you. Like the headline, napping regularly linked to high blood pressure and stroke, according to a new study. (gasps) I should be dead. Yeah, (laughs) but what they're saying is that it's because people who tend to nap have some other sleep disturbance in their life, meaning they're not getting enough sleep at night, meaning they have insomnia, meaning they have all this stuff. So it's the general lack of sleep Mm. that is causing all of this, as opposed to somebody who sleeps a full night and then likes a quick nap in the afternoon. Well, it's not. It is napping regularly because then they say the best nap is 2 o'clock in the afternoon for 20 minutes. So good. Right? Agreed. Right, twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Two hours. Two hours, Maury. That's That's asleep. That's That's asleep. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. This is it. This is it. We are officially from today, Roz. We are officially. Two months away That's right. from the release of A Little Bit Broken, two the months. Roz Weston memoir. Oh, my God. That's right. Two months. If you still haven't pre-ordered yet, you can do so at rosweston.com. How are you feeling at this point? Um, I'm busy. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Really busy. Um, but good busy, though. Good. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I know two months. That's crazy. I hadn't even thought about that. Today, sorry, sorry for no, no, no. Somebody, no, no. A huge fan, this wonderful woman, um, I, Jenny, wrote me a couple of weeks ago, and she was like, 69 days until the book comes out." Oh, <laughs> right. So that was the last person to sort of Can remind I ask me. A question? Wow. Yeah, a serious question. So this book is about you and stuff that you've never talked about. Correct. Once this is out, there's going to be like eight billion 
people reading about you. Mm -hmm. How is it going to feel to know that people you don't know, people around the world are going to know stuff you've never talked Mm -hmm. about or wanted to talk about and they know it? How's it going to feel? Don't know. Um, I'm so glad I asked. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know. Um, I don't think that you can. The one thing I do know is that you can't prepare for that, right? Mm. You, you didn't practice or anything? Practice what? I don't know. Like just sort of. No, 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 no. You can't. You can't prepare because the, the book is like it, it, it. I mean, one, it's my story, but it's sort of like the stories you get from people who work on any sort of long project, whether it's a, a movie or an album or whatever it is. Where for so long it's just yours, mm-hmm. right? But the difference is a movie or an album is songs and movies. This is like your deep dark secrets. Well, no, but in the you know it's just, it's it's very similar, um, and and it's just yours for a very long time. But you, and you don't have think you don't think that you like you don't what, as you're as you're writing it like you don't think about other people sort of reading it like you're just working mm-hmm. on yourself, right? You're just and consumed, you're, you're, yeah, by yeah. it with like. Literally yeah, you in front of your laptop. Yeah, and like then every you now and then go on the subway and see someone reading your book. Yeah, if I took the subway. Um, <laughs> like realistically, when was the last time you took the subway? Like 2010, years maybe ago, years ago. Years ago. Um, nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with the subway. Um, but uh, but no, no. It is. It, it's the idea of other people reading it. One, it's it's sort of beautiful in in the sense that you know if somebody kind of sees themselves in this story, it, that's a, you know that's a beautiful thing, right? Yeah. If somebody gets any something out of the book, that's a beautiful beautiful thing um like i think the cool thing is like long after you're gone your story still lives on well you know that's sort of why you do stuff like this right Mm -hmm. is that everything is kind of disposable right now and you know and you know your your tiktok feed and you know even when we do this show yeah we have the podcast and we're archived and we're everything else but there's sort of no guarantee that something is going to just kind of live forever, right? And and that's what I was kind of obsessed with at the beginning of this was like, what what's the thing you can do that just will like live forever? Putting my Re- name in it. Regardless of the, regardless of how successful it is, right? Like mm-hmm. books just sort of live forever. And and that was the, that was one of the things that I, you know, that I, I sort of felt that I needed to do is I needed to do something that lived forever. Mm-hmm. And I guess you wouldn't have, included what you included in the book if you didn't think that the reader was going to get something from it right you know yeah what I mean? th- yeah no, like no whether no. it was to uh give a little bit more insight yeah. into your life or to help that individual out, y- yeah right? yeah no 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 for sure for sure absolutely because i like we the one when we get calls from fans or i get dms from fans like like i said you know i get a lot of people asking me for my chicken wing recipe and then I get a lot of people who write me to say that, you know, somebody just died. Yeah. Right. And I get a lot of I get a lot of dead dad stuff uh, in my DMs. And I spend a lot of my time sort of talking people through that process. And whether it's the the, the, the sort of final days. I remember we were on the last week we were on vacation. I was DMing with somebody over three days and it was the last three days their dad was alive. Oh, and and no. I was just sort of like with <gasps> them sort of in oh, those in, sort of in those moments. Right. Oh, um, and, and so I because I, I wrote a lot about, you know, sort of grief and, and how I got over grief or not got over grief, how I dealt with grief and, mm-hmm. and how I dealt with it in the, the complete wrong ways yeah. and how I dealt with it in the in the right ways. And so there's stuff just there's just stuff like that that I think that, you know, I, I wish I had something like this and sure. i know that that sounds completely pompous um but this is the kind of thing that like i would have read going through stuff like mm-hmm. that but there's there's three chapters in the book that are like 
crushing. Really? Like I'm gonna oh, say, there's man. there's three back to back chapters in the book uh-huh. that are like. Was it designed that way? No, uh, no, like, no. Did you plan? Did no. You, in the process, you're like, okay, I'm going to tell this, no. I'm going to talk about this, and then it's going to lead right into this, and it just so happens that the no. two are back to back. So no. at the top oh. of those pages, do you write, if you don't want to cry, skip to page 54? Yeah, man. Um, like, they, they should come with a warning because, really? yeah, yeah, it's it's like, it, it's, there are, there, yeah, there, there's three chapters in the, in the, the sort of middle of the book that I knew were coming to. I knew I had to write them. Yeah. And I was like... Like it was heavy on me when I knew I was going to get to that point of where I had to start really? writing the chapters where I was just like, my God. Oh, yeah. Wow. Cannot yeah. wait. We are officially yeah. two months away from the release. A little bit broken pre-order right now at rosweston.com. <sighs> Looking forward to it, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So we are approaching uh, the date of your memoir release, September 27th. Yes, Roz. sir. A little bit broken. And we also found out that this Wednesday is the final day that Dammit Maury has to make it into the book. That's right. When because I, that was his, his number one question right out of the gate when you made the announcement back in April. Yeah, when we, the whole lead up and everything else to the, uh, to the book announcement, uh, it, was a, it was like a super emotional day. And, yeah, and it was And it was wonderful. And everybody had questions and it was really interesting. Everyone because, was so supportive. Because right? as soon as I finished the announcement, as soon as I finished the announcement, Maury's like, I have a question. I was like, what's that? He's like, am I in it? And I said, no. <laughs> Good question, though. Great question. And I said no. And but I did say that there, Maury had the chance to work his way into the book, and that there was a deadline coming. And this was back in April. And that deadline for Maury to work his way into the book is this Wednesday, so two days from now. And learning that the twelve years of hard work didn't count. Ooh, out of the book. <laughs> what? The- right. So harsh. Rob yeah. couldn't even respond. Right. To out, that. Of book. No, out of the book. Like, out of the. Yeah. Out of the. Wow, Maury, you're not helping yourself, bro. You got forty eight hours. I'm off. talking about the twelve years of hard work I put in. Right. So, so Maury uh, has now been, and he's done some things. So Maury trying to work his way into into the book. Right. The what he got into the book. There was a brief period where he was he was in the book mm-hmm. when he made a T-shirt with the cover, a uh, sweatshirt with the cover of my book on it, and put the QR code on the back so people yeah. could just scan it and buy it. And right? wore it to Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. Are, are you able to track how many people scan that QR code? <laughs> oh, I never, I'm maybe, I don't even know. I probably, Yeah. I can't imagine many because I only wear it to like family functions. Right. So, oh, wow. so okay. this, so. Thanks for helping the cause. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> Not dedicated. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> out of the book. Yeah. Mm. Out of the book. <laughs> out of the book. Uh, okay. okay. So, so Maury now has two days to, uh, to, to earn his way. Uh-huh. Uh, well, uh, I have another idea. You do, okay. Well, so what's that? Okay. So because I know like you've, you've written what, like two, 300 pages already. Two, I don't, 300 pages. I don't know. However, how long's the book? 330 something. Okay. Sure. And so I've, I've <laughs> you written, say that like you don't believe me. No, I, I feel like maybe it should be longer. Longer. You're, uh, you're criticizing now? Out of the book. Out of the book. <laughs> no, man. there's, we want to read more. <laughs> These are compliments. Okay. 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 So okay. I, I've taken upon myself to write a few suggestions that literally all you have to do is copy and paste into the book. Suggestions about what? Like our, our, how you could write about me for the book. Like I've written some scenario, oh. like uh, oh, oh, is this stories. like when you need a letter of recommendation and you're <laughs> like, yeah, just write something and I'll sign it? 
Yeah, yeah. Here okay. Are four situations <laughs> yes. that you could just copy and four. paste. Oh, four. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go. Okay. First go. One. Go. Okay. Go. I often am reminded of the simpler times of the early '90s, and that time I went to get some mint ice cream, and they only had one spoon left. So it was either no ice cream or share the spoon with this twink I saw named Maury Sherman. <laughs> From sharing a spoon to being his big spoon later that night. Whoa, hold oh on a second my. here. Hold on a second. <laughs> okay, that is not how we met. No, yeah, but nobody that, needs to know that. I mean, half the stuff we read in books is fake. Like, you didn't, y'all didn't know each other back then? No. Nobody needs to know. This is a great story. Okay, okay what's the second one? Okay. okay. One <laughs> might assume that I was able to get any girl I've ever wanted. That was totally true until the summer of 92 when Lucy came to town. She didn't have a type. She liked both tall guys and short guys. I was totally into her. So was Maury Sherman. I didn't stand a chance against him. Everyone what? loved his chiseled good looks. It wasn't until 8 p.m. that Friday night when we put it to the fist in the parking lot. Maury may Excuse have knocked me? me out, but I still won Lucy's heart. It's the fight still talked about to this day. Okay. Yeah, first on. of all, why are all your stories happening in the 90s? <laughs> first of all, also, you didn't kick my ass in the 90s either. <laughs> over a girl. Yeah. You want me to put in my book that you? I got my ass kicked by you because we fought over a girl? Yeah, yeah and, and Lucy. In the, in the 90s, you were all still gay, Maury. <laughs> Again, you know great his, story. You know his book. Great it's a, story. You know it's a memoir. It's okay. not. It's okay. not fiction, okay. you right? Got a, you got another one? Yeah, one of course more. I do. Whatever the shorter one of the two. Okay, are. go ahead. Okay, fine. I'll go with this one here. Okay, yeah. And now comes the time that I tell you how I came up with the title of this book, A Little Bit Broken. It was just before Christmas 2003. I had just used the last bit of money I had to pay to take out for some takeout Chinese food. I was sitting on the curb eating, knowing after this meal I, was, I would have no way home. Suddenly a Bentley pulled up, and all I saw was his alligator shoes. He asked if I was a little bit broken. He tossed me a tight-rolled $100 bill. To this day, I call $100 bills having a Mori. Such great memories. Oh, no. Desperation, Desperation. at its finest. Desperation. 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 Also out of the book. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, well, today is officially two months until... The release of Ross's memoir, Woo! A Little Bit Broken, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes, yes. If you've not yet pre-ordered, you can do so at rosweston.com. Uh, today is also the final day that, damn it, Maury has to make it into That's the right. book. Because if you remember, uh, Maury's first question when you made the announcement back in April was, uh, am I in the book? Right. Not congrats, not no. proud of you, no. not any other question <laughs> about the well, process. I'm proud of you, and congrats is not a question. No. The, the only thing you had to say was, am I in it? That's a question. That was it. Um, <laughs> Ridiculous. And you had said leading up to this that no. Maury had X amount of time to make it into the book. Yeah. And throughout that time, he has made it out of the book. He's been out of the book more times than he's been in the book. Right. He has worked his way into the book a couple of times. And, and like we predicted, he would then blow it. Uh, and then he, he was out of the book again. And so today being the last possible day. I am? What? What? In the book? No. Oh. Um, today today <laughs> being the last possible day, uh, I guess Maury tried to pull out all the stops. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, made a phone call yesterday yep. and in regular David Maury fashion recorded the entire thing. 
Hello. Boss Preston, this is Frank J. Sherman. What's going on, man? <laughs> what are you? Okay, so uh, by the way, yeah. this is Maury's father, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> he called. <laughs> and Frank called Roz. I guess the whole family wants to know what's going on. That's a good question. I want to find out what is holding back on the answer for uh, Maury for getting into the book. He's uh, shown himself. He's uh, presented himself. Uh, he's like, presented uh, himself. In the show, he's he's quite the character that's a part of the team. And uh, and the team has to be mentioned, all the achievements and, and, uh, and the character that, that he presents himself on the radio station. That <laughs> I think he <laughs> he deserves to be in there. I mean, he's one of the dammit. Just like I'm a dammit. So here's this this is maybe maybe you can relate to this. So in April when I announced this book, right? I went through this whole emotional thing, right? Tears, everything with the announcement. I said, Does anybody have any questions? Everybody had all sorts of questions. Are you okay? You know, how long does this take? Why'd you do this? Maury's number one question was for my life story was, Am I in it? Right? To which I said, No. But you have from now until mid-July to work your way in the book. I will say this to you, and maybe you can relate to this. Maury has had from April until now to work his way in the book. And the only thing that he's really done to try and work his way in the book is to rely on things he's already done, as opposed to trying to do something new. I was hoping yeah. for the grand gesture, the big thing. And there isn't a whole series of great Big things? No, no, no. I'm not going on what's in the past. I said from that day, he has from that day to work his way into the book. And what has not been presented in <laughs> that day moving forward to the current? Oh, man. Well, I've talked to you. I've talked to Nana. And he put my face <laughs> on a sweatshirt. No offense to you or Nana, okay? But the grand gesture has been, <laughs> has been damn it, Frank. Damn it, Nana. And a damn it sweatshirt. So you tell me, Dad, you're losing. You're losing. You're losing this battle. <laughs> bring back, bring back the deep voice. Remember, we talked about the deep voice. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you, Frank. You, uh, I, I stopped listening when you said Maury presented himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh. that's, that's the last part of this conversation I remember. <laughs> Uh, listen, uh, Frank, I appreciate you. I, I love you. I think you're a great dad. You know that. But um, but this is all up to Maury. And he can't use you. He can't use Nana. This is something he's got to do on his own. He's got to stand up and present himself in a way <laughs> that is all on his own. We're, we're done. This did not go well. This did not okay. happen. Yeah, okay. All right. Man. all right. I love you, Frank. You take care. I don't know. Yeah. I think this did more damage than it did. No, I was any really hoping good. for the grand gesture, man. I really, I really thought you were going to so, come through. So that's it. Yeah. Today's the day. Today is the day, and we had decided that once I make my decision mm -hmm. uh, as to whether Maury's going to be in the book or not, we had decided that uh, to not disclose until publication date whether more is actually in the book so like do i get one more day so no, no this today is, is the this day is, this is it and this and this is how you chose this is how you went out to to lobby and this was like your last ditch attempt 
and yep. uh, you failed miserably. Yeah, I had to remind Maury. I told Maury last week that today was the deadline, mm-hmm. and I reminded Maury last night that he didn't do a damn thing yesterday. He had all well, show and then yesterday. Now it's been proven. He did I nothing. should have done nothing. I should have done more nothing. Why? What do you mean? What? Because if I just stayed about? in, the, you know, in the shadows, then maybe I couldn't have screwed this up like no. I did. No. And also, you know what I love about Frank? Don't you love this? Is the thing? Okay. If you ever, if anybody ever writes a book out mm-hmm. there, okay, right, you're gonna get a lot of Franks. Which is Frank, which is people like Frank calling you, telling you what should be in your life story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Talking you know about what? his son presenting himself. Yeah, exactly. Right? He's uh, shown himself. He's uh, presented himself. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hello? Yo, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Hey, what's your name? Um, my name is Jessica. Jessica texted and said, just want to let you guys know, I'm currently on my way to Toronto to get a surprise tattoo for my fiancé that I'm marrying on Sunday. He oh, wow. thinks I'm at work. He does. Wow. <laughs> uh, where are you getting the tattoo? Like, where on your body? Um, I'm getting two, but the one for him is my inner hip. What is, what is, an, what is an inner hip? Well, like, my hip, but then, like, closer to the middle of my body. Oh, okay. On the left or right side? (laughs) Um, My left side. Okay. And what is the tattoo for him going to be? It's a nickname that we call each other. It's, Uh you know, nothing crazy, but um, he doesn't have any tattoos. And I don't really think that, like, I only have one. And I just didn't tell him at all that I was even thinking about getting it. Yeah. I just thought that it would be a fun idea. And I don't know how he's going to react. Okay. So what's the nickname? It's like babe, but instead it's B A H. It's kind of it's it's ball. Ball. I know. <laughs> That's something that is only between the two of you. It's when I used to complain, I would go babe. Oh, and then it just became and it just became ba. Exactly. It just transformed into that, and we've been calling each other that for like eight years. So. Oh man, oh, you know, ba is uh, my Lebanese friend. Albert, that's what he calls his dad. Ba. <laughs> oh, no. <Yeah. laughs> so I don't know if, so I don't know if in Lebanese, maybe Ba means father. Yeah. So is that, is that thing going to be like right on your, like right on your panty line? Like, are you going to be in, like in, in, exactly. pa- in pain on you all dressed up in the wedding dress? I did think about that, um, but it's worth it. And I wanted to do it before the wedding because I thought it would be a better surprise instead of after the wedding. When did you guys get engaged? Oh my gosh, we've been engaged since 2018. Oh, Girl, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, you had four years to get this tattoo, and you're waiting days before. <laughs> no, I didn't think about that. That's true. And then what's the and then what's the other uh, the other tattoo that you're getting? And where is that going? Um, I'm getting uh, three butterflies on my hip. I have three kids, so um, I'm just doing little butterflies just to represent my kids. Cool, Aww, that's, that's really sweet. Nice. What do you want to say, Maury? I just wanted to say, what if you did a temporary version of the ba just to see what his reaction is, and if it goes over well, then get it done real? Like with a marker? That's no fun, That's Maury. no fun? No, you can go to places that do actual tattoos, but they're removable. Because what if he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. That is off. How dare you, blah, blah, blah. How dare you? <laughs> Maury, Maury thinks everybody's married to Matthew. <laughs> I mean, and then if he's like, oh, my God, that's the most romantic thing, and then he kisses it or whatever, then you go get the real one. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, no, not no. He, I don't I, think it'd be as meaningful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, here I want to show you something. That's okay. temporary. It's temporary. <laughs> Just like my love, right? Like no, no. That's oh, uh, that's crazy. So yeah, so you got to watch out, huh? Like with those hips and like down by, you know, you know, everywhere, everywhere. Like you gotta, you gotta, you got a lot of stuff that you got to wear on wedding day. 
and a I lot mean, of moving around, a lot of dancing, a lot of like, a lot of, I don't know. Will it heal by Sunday? No. no. no oh, no, man. No, 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 no. Give it like, give <laughs> no, it like, probably not. yeah, give it like two weeks. So you still have to wear the cellophane to your wedding. No, no. You take the cellophane off that day. <laughs> How long do you think you have to wear I mean, the cellophane for after a tattoo? I thought it's like a week. No, a week. A week. Oh, <laughs> bro, you Jesus, know man. nothing about anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jessica, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for chatting with us. Congratulations, by yeah. the way, on your upcoming you so uh, upcoming wedding. And congratulations on your ba tattoo. <laughs> thank you. I oh, love and, you a three, so and a three butterflies, of yeah, course. Yeah. And the three butterflies. <laughs> yeah. They're just nah. a kid. No big deal. Nah. We love you right back. Uh, before we let you go between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, my goodness. It is hands down Roz, and I'm not giving a reason. Thank you. I appreciate that, <laughs> and I appreciate you. Love you. Love you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. That's right. That's right. That's right. Going into your long weekend, uh, it's going to feel like 32 degrees today. And um, might get some some rain and or thunderstorms this afternoon. Tomorrow, sunny, 27 degrees. Saturday, sunny, 35. Sunday, sunny, 30. Jeez. Sorry, 37 on Sunday. Oh, my God. Come on now. And holiday Monday, 38 degrees. Oh, stop it. Yeah. Like straight up 38? That, with the humid accent. Oh, the with the, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Still, that's Listen, too much. No, way. This is my kind of weather. I, I love it so much. I, I was going to sit on a patio. I might have to eat indoors. Why? That's Go too outside. hot. That's Come too on hot. now. It's too hot to eat outside? No too way. Hot. No, no. You weak, son. Yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> You're weak. Is, God, is there anything more damaging if somebody just straight up calls you weak? Like, there's a lot of names you can call somebody where you can blow it off, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? But how do you respond? But Am God, I supposed to well, go you, like, that, That's the problem. Should I just go, yeah, you're right? Right. Like, why do you defend yourself? No, because this is the thing, right? Is calling somebody weak, okay, it, it, it is it, like it's it's damaging. You can call somebody a lot of things and you can build up some sort of response to it, right? You, you're prepared to sort of defend yourself from a lot of insults. But when somebody calls you weak, the logical thing to say is just something you could never say with a straight face, which is, no, I'm not, I'm strong, right? <laughs> and like, you can, you, there, there's, no, there's no good comeback for when somebody calls you weak. You just have to take it. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Like, well, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Like, there's, there's no other way. There's Just no other weak. way to deal with it. Be weak and in, yeah. indoors. Then. Like for that moment, you're weak. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, might as well I'll, just, I'll enjoy the AC. Yeah. You might as well just eat at home. Yeah. 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 If you don't want to sit on the patio. I know. No, I love. Uh, I actually love eating outside when it's hot. Me too. Oh, because I'm. You know why, Maury? Why? Because I'm not weak. weak. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Prince Harry is such a bore, according to uh, Carrie Royale, an ex-Las Vegas stripper who 10 years ago partied with Prince Harry and is now auctioning off a pair of his underwear that she said he gave to her. We got so many questions. Carrie Royale, welcome to the Raza Mocha Show. How are you? Hi, I'm well. I'm well. Good. So where are Prince Harry's underpants right now? Uh, well, they were at the um, Harry Moni's Erotic Heritage Museum. They were there for a good... Uh, almost 10 years. So um, I'm having them um, FedExed uh, to me right now so that I have them. And how? just remind people here, how did you come to be in possession, uh, let alone get the idea to sell? But how did you get a hold of Prince Harry's underpants? Um, it was the night that we were all partying and 
I mean, we have all been drinking. He was obviously already nude. And so uh, just in the middle of everything, I kind of picked him up and laughed and kind of threw him back on the bed. And he's like, oh, well, I don't need these anymore. And so just kind of handed them to me. Okay. So, so in that moment that, like, or oh. at the end of the night, did you hang on to them thinking that years later you were going to potentially try to make some money off of them? No, absolutely okay, not. Okay, okay, okay. So <laughs> I actually got back in my hotel room and just threw my suitcase. I was like, and it wasn't until after a while, I was like, holy crud, do I, do I have his underwear? Like, oh, wow. Have they been cleaned? No. No. <laughs> is, is, is that, uh, I understand. You, you know what it's like, okay? It's the whole Monica. It's like the whole Monica Lewinsky uh, scenario, but. <laughs> uh, so, Carrie, um, how do you feel about, you know, because there's, there's some, 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 you know, there's some backlash, you know, coming your way for this. Like, it's a sort of, you know, a lot of people saying this kind of a gross overstep to, you know, to, to sort of break that trust to somebody who gives you their underpants. How do you feel about that? I I don't think that at all. I mean, he probably has already forgotten about them. He probably doesn't even remember giving them to me. So, um, it, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't feel there's any immoral um, thing to this. I mean, a lot of people donate articles of clothing. Celebrities do um, to museums or even just to auction um, their clothing as well. So. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not the first, I'm not going to be the last. Uh, Carrie, have you had interest in Prince Harry's underpants from 10 years ago in the past? Like, have people offered to, uh, to buy them from you? I mean, people, well, I put them in the museum for a reason, for everybody to, you know, be able to go in and see them. But, uh, my PR guy kind of suggested it and I'm like, you know what, it's time to move on and put it to bed. And if somebody wants to have them. Um, why not? So, Carrie, um, we saw what happened when Kim Kardashian wore Marilyn Monroe's dress to the Met Gala. If somebody right. came to you and said, hey, listen, I don't want to buy these, but I got a big event and I would love to just wear them for the night. <laughs> <laughs> would you be I down, mean, would you be down every, with that? I would be totally down for that. Wow. I mean, really? everybody has a price. Where, um, who is the ultimate buyer, do you think, Carrie? Is it going to be somebody who <laughs> loves Prince Harry or somebody who hates Prince Harry? Oh, damn. Oh, wow. Great question. Like Meghan Markle's um, dad? Yeah. <laughs> like if Thomas Markle Th- Thomas, yeah, Thomas Markle's going to be on a beach <laughs> in there next week. Uh, <laughs> wearing them on the beach, yeah. Uh, yeah good question. I do yeah, I mean it could. I mean it could go either way. Honestly, I never really thought about that. And if you carry, if you do get a million dollars for these, what are you going to do with the money? You know what? I haven't really even thought about it. I do want to donate some of it to a charity. There you go. So oh, nice. uh, yeah, I, I definitely wanted to um, to do that. Are for they sure? What color sure. are they? Are they black? I assume they're black. Are they black? black? Yeah. yeah. Are they black. like? Are they like uh-huh. briefs or are they like 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 long briefs kind of thing? Boxer briefs. No, they're they're kind of like a the I, I want to describe them like a boy short kind of. Okay. Sure, okay. What material? Like, Cotton yeah. or that yeah. like spandexy kind? Kind of like a spandexy kind. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Are they soft? Oh yeah. Okay. Good. Damn. Good to All know. Right. I just now you know I need to know if I'm putting a bid on these. <laughs> I need to know what I'm gonna. I need to know what I'm buying. Ross may be walking around yeah. those undies next week. Carrie <laughs> uh, Royale uh, selling no, Prince no. Harry's underwear from ten years ago. Thank you wow. so much for joining us on the Ross and Mocha Show today. Jesus. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Alex in BC, hello. Welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What is going on with you? What's on your mind? Okay, what is the right time to walk away from a relationship? Oof, that is a tough question, Alex. Uh, you wrote, it says, Razumoka fixed my life. I dated this guy for three and a half years. He was my first everything, but I ended things because I felt like I was always going to be curious of what it would be like to experience other relationships. It's now been a year since I broke up with him, and we still hang out in a friends with benefits type way. That's Ooh. trouble right there. Uh, how do I know when it's the right time to walk away from a relationship, even though it's comfortable? And how do I not lose mutual friends over this? How old are you, Alex? I'm 22. Okay. Is this your first real boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. And in the time that you broke up and you have this friends with benefits arrangement, have you been seeing other people? Has he been seeing other people? No, neither of us have. Okay. Oh, so you guys are still like boyfriend, girlfriend, basically. Yeah. Yeah, basically, I guess. But do you tell yourselves that you're just friends with benefits? Yeah. Would you be upset if he... Saw somebody else on the side, too? Uh, Probably, yeah. <laughs> Would he be upset if you saw somebody else on the side, too? Yeah, for okay, sure. Okay, so then oh. why, why, are you, why are you in denial over the status of your relationship, then? Because it makes it easier for you to walk away? I guess so. Yeah. Have you actively been looking for other guys out there? Like, have you been on, you know, the dating apps or, like, going out and, like, trying to meet other dudes? Um, I've, I've gone out with friends a few times. No, no, but, but you I'm, know what I mean? Like with the intention of looking for another guy to potentially date or hook up with. Yeah. N- uh, not, not really. No. Okay. No. Has he been doing that as well on his side? Mm, I mean, I've heard that he's talked to a couple other people, but I don't know for sure. Okay. Does he want to be in a relationship with you? Like he a does. full on boyfriend, girlfriend thing? Yeah. Oh, so what the hell, Alex? Do you love this guy? <laughs> I, I do, yeah. Yeah. Like you love him, love him? Sounds like it. I do, yeah. Okay, so why are you so hot to end things with him? Because you're just curious of what other guys feel like? Yeah, I, I just feel like I wouldn't be able to give my 100% when I don't have any other experience, if so that makes sense. he's the only guy you've been with? Yeah. Yeah? Does he know that you feel this way? Yeah. What do you feel that you need to get out of your system? I think I just need to... Try dating other people. Well, obviously, he's not providing something that you feel a need for, right? Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess. Or is it so. just out of like straight up curiosity? I think part of it is definitely the curiosity. Yeah. Is it that you want to know what it's like to have another boyfriend, or you just want to know what it's like to be with another guy? I think to have another boyfriend. Why do you want another boyfriend? I could understand. I, I could. Under, I could understand if you were like, I just want to be single for a while because I've, you know, I haven't really in adulthood been like single and understood what it meant to sort of stand on your own and, you know, and and go with the the fear and wonderful, you know, experiences that come along with that. But to be with somebody who you say you love and is clearly your boyfriend, um, your need is to have another boyfriend. So I'm just wondering what it is that you're looking for in another boyfriend. <laughs> Having just another relationship experience is just part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we started dating when we were young, like I was 17. Mm-hmm. So we spent a lot of our growing into adult life together. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I guess, 
know myself outside of that relationship. Sure. And and that's and that's fair. And mm-hmm. you, you, we talk to people all the time where, and you get this with families too, when people hook up really young and oftentimes the in-laws still treat you guys like kids, even though you're well into your 20s, because they still remember when you were, you know, 16, 17, when you guys hooked up. And, and individuals mm-hmm. in relationships, you know, feel that way too. They sort of still feel like it's a kid relationship. And that even though you have grown up together and you're both in your 20s, there's still that part of you that feels feels immature in a way, right? And mm-hmm. it's completely understandable that you want to go and have a adult relationship. You want to go and be a woman when this relationship starts and not a kid, right? Yeah. I get that. Well, I think that you need to you need to be honest. That's the really the only way out of this to, you know, to to not crush somebody that you that you love is that, you know, this is growth for you. And I know he's going to say that, you know, well, we can grow together and we do, but it's not the kind of growth you need. It's not the kind of it's not the kind of fixing that you need that's going to make you a better girlfriend or a better person. There's just stuff that you need. You feel that you need to do on your own, but there's no soft way out of this. It's mm-hmm. going to crush them. I think you need to be honest yeah. with them and also be prepared for the fact that let's say you go out there and you do find another boyfriend and it's not really the relationship for you and you realize that this guy that you're with now is the one you want to be with. He may not be there when you're ready to come back. Right. And he shouldn't be there when you're ready to come back either because you don't want that. Yeah. And he may have right. moved on with somebody else too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which is completely fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of your friends even maybe. Ooh. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, I think you just got to sit him down and talk and talk through this stuff with him. I, I get it. It's tough. You're seven. You were 17 when you met. You're in your 20s now, and you just you don't feel like you've evolved to where you need to evolve. You know, as a person, as a woman, um, both you know, just emotionally, sexually, like all this other stuff. And and I and and the only way out of this is the truth. That's it. Yeah, I think you uh, really need to open up and and have a full out conversation with this guy. Okay, and that sto- makes sense. And stop sleeping together after you break up. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, All right, you, gotta, Alex. you guys got it. You got to stop sleeping together after you split up, though. Yeah. Okay. 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 Thank you. All Thanks, right. Alex. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Bras and mochas fix my life on Kiss. Uncoupled is a new show on Netflix uh, that drops, I believe, tomorrow. David Mori watched it. I know Roz, you watched a little watched bit of some it. Some of it, yeah. It's so good. Neil Patrick Harris is in it, and he plays a guy, real estate agent, who, in a relationship for 17 years, all of a sudden, dude walks out on him, mm-hmm. and now he, along with his friends, try to navigate the world of things like Grinder. And, and at and at that age in that world, Maury, you become what they call gainchant, right? <laughs> Is that what it's called? <laughs> That's just absolutely brilliant. That's what I've heard. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's so what I've heard. How old how old is Neil Patrick Harris in real life? I think he's like my 50s? age. No, I think he's like my age. I think he's, he's like 40, 46. In his 40s, right? I think he's like 46. And how old does he play in the show? Same, same age? age. Same age, yeah. Same yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh no, I think he plays younger because the guy He's 49 now. He's 49 mm. because the guy he's with who walks out on him in the show is 50. And they really play it up like there's quite an age difference. Oh, I'd right. say by a couple of years because yeah. I mean he's still been in real estate for years. Right, blah, blah, right, blah. right. Yeah. And they've been together 17 years. But yeah, it's a uh, it's one of these things where you got to rebuild as mm. somebody who's in their late 40s uh, as a single person, and it's the difficulties of sort of navigating that world of and having never seen a dating app before. And it's made by the people from Sex and the City, so right. you know it's good. Right. Um, so obviously, we know Dammit Maury, big fan of Neil Patrick Harris. Yes. And whenever Maury speaks to someone he's a huge fan of, he gets mm. very nervous. 
and the conversation becomes awkward. Right. More importantly, it starts off awkward. Neil, I am like your biggest fan. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm talking to gay royalty. Ha! Just, talk, just talking <laughs> brings me from like bronze gay to gold gay. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you. If we were in the same room, I would openly kiss you with my mouth. <laughs> wow. Can you please fly to Toronto? <laughs> <laughs> I love there Toronto. Excuse so me. So right off wow. the bat, the Bring it on. begins. Bring it on. Did Dan and Matthew hear that? Uh, that conversation that you had with Neil Patrick Harris? I played him most of the interview. Yeah. Uh -huh. But that... <laughs> Not that part. That particular part. <laughs> um, explain to us, before we play this next clip here, uh, the farting in front of your partner. Okay. Because you start, you get into uh, quite the conversation with Neil Patrick Harris about this. So in on the show, um, his partner mm -hmm. said that if you fart in front of each other, the, the, the end is near. Oh, the, the end of the relationship. Gone. And that one line stuck with me through watching this whole thing because I'm like, that is so not true. Oh. There's one thing that was said in the show that really stuck out to me that I need to argue you on a little okay, bit. Okay, great. Go. Argue you on. said in the show... Once you fart in front of each other, the end is near. Hmm. And I'd like to argue, I've been with my husband 15 years. I fart in front of him <laughs> all the time. And we're still doing Gross. great. So I don't know if that statement's true. I don't disagree with you. And in point of fact, it was Colin who said that, who made that the edict uh, right. that, that, that broke up the two of them, right? So I think, I think my, my boyfriend's rigidity in things like uh, like honking from your nether parts <laughs> is is uh, speaks to the relationship at hand. That said, th there's lot. Let's be honest. There's lots of opportunity to kind of excuse yourself if if you're gonna fart. That the fart is a very is a variable, right? Aside from the noise complaints, one then the, you're not sure what you've had. Like what six hours before to as food and how oh, that's sure. going to process itself. It sure, it so there's clear. a there's a there's a there's a scent potential issue, uh -huh. and I think that's just human common courtesy. Like I don't care how long I've been with my husband David, I don't want him smelling like what's happening inside of me. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, wow. okay. like, it happens though, right? This is like one of those things, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris, it's like, tell me your Broadway without telling me your Broadway. He could have just said fart, but instead he said honk from your nether parts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dan Moore talking to uh, Neil Patrick Harris about uh, honk. <laughs> I know. <laughs> About Uncoupled, new show on Netflix tomorrow. Do you not think that this was the most awesome, much-needed gay rom-com that we've ever needed? I do. I think this is the next great television comedy. I really do. For sure. And it's, it's gay AF. Right. But I think <laughs> it's allowing men to show emotion in a way that, uh, that allows more audiences than just a, a, a gay following mm -hmm. uh, can enjoy. So that, that's what's making me happiest right now is hearing response from females and from straight guys too, that they're liking it, liking the characters and wanting to see what happens next. There you go. Mm. Yeah, he's really good in it. Fan of Neil Patrick Harris, uh, you can watch Uncoupled on Netflix starting tomorrow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Sometimes people put these stupid lists together, and I think that they're being controversial just for the sake of being controversial, right? Oh, Ross is mad. Oh, I'm not mad. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, let me let me do this, and then let me see how mad you get. Okay. okay? 
Uh, so Rolling Stone put their list together for the 20 best shows on Netflix, like the 20 best Netflix original shows. Of all time. Well, they've only been making shows since 2013, so mm-hmm. yeah, of all time. Um, and I will tell you this. Okay. That Stranger Things is 13. Excuse what? me? On the, on the list. Okay, now I'm mad. Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, hang okay. on. Let's see what Stranger Let's Things is on top it. five. What's that? How Stranger Things on top five? Okay. What about so Squid Game? It's below Stranger Things. No. Excuse <gasps> me. Number fourteen. Who are these jabronis at Rolling Stone that are writing uh, this? Okay, the, where's Bridgerton? The Crown is sixteen. Oh. Ooh. Okay, okay, what's top 10? Come on. What's that? Okay, what else is on the list that we all know? And Bridgerton. Uh, Maura, you asked what? Where's Where's Bridgerton? Yeah. Not on the list. What? Throw what? this list in the garbage oh. right now. Not on. on the list. What about uh, Emily en Paris? <laughs> good, good job. <laughs> Not- <laughs> First of all, first of all, thank you for saying it properly. That is how it's supposed to be said. Were we not told when the show? (laughs) We were shortly after the show debuted. We were told how to say it properly. Not Emily in Paris. Yes, it's Emily (laughs) in Paris. Yeah, Emily in Paris. Right. Where is she on that list? Not on that list. Tabernacle. Yeah, Tabernacle. Okay, Grace and Frankie. Not on the list. Okay, so what's Not on, on the list? list? Okay, so here, I'll do their top five, okay? So, again, this is Rolling Stone um, talking about, uh, by the way, uh, Ozark not on the list. Excuse me, I'm... What? Yeah. No, Ozark, Ozark not Yo, on the list. I don't want to hear the list. Uh, okay, so here okay, is the here's their top five. Again, this is Rolling Stone put together the list of 20 best shows, uh, original shows on Netflix. Okay. Uh, at number five is Big Mouth. Never, I, it's that, good. I've never seen it. That dirty cartoon. Oh yeah, right. Okay. The kids going through puberty. Not, Fine. Not, not better than Squid okay. Game or Stranger Things. Um, those two seasons of American Vandal are at number four. Oh come on! Oh my on. god! No way! No. That show was a good idea. Seriously? Bad show. Okay. Right. Uh, at number three, Russian Doll. Which I don't mind. It's never okay. Seen it. I couldn't get through the first episode. It was weird. Uh. Now, when you talk about television shows, I truly believe that if you're going to be ranking television shows, you have to rank a show that has one season, Squid Game, Mm -hmm. as a whole. If a show has six seasons, you have to rank it as a whole. You can't say they had one good season and then one okay season and then four kind of crap seasons. Sure. Right? So number two on the list, this is Rolling Stone's list of the best shows, original shows on Netflix. Mm. Number two on the list is Orange is the New Black. Nope. No, good, thank you. Good couple first seasons, right? Good and then cup. it just fell right off. And then off. it fell right off. But but people loved it. Not the not in the end. Come on. <laughs> Shut up, Maury. Uh, and number one on the list, uh, and it's number one on a lot of people's lists. I've never seen it, which is BoJack Horseman. Big show, yes. Yes, but what? is it the Love. best? Come on, Shem. Number I, one on the list, though, is the best? I would have put Ozark, personally, but BoJack yeah. would have been in my top You five. cannot even... say that that is better than St- uh, Squid Game, Stranger Things, or yes, Bridgerton. I can. Thank you. Just like Rolling Stone. Wow. So you would also put BoJack Horseman <laughs> as the best show on Netflix, the best original show on Netflix. Ozark to me is the best show, but that would be in my top three. Absolutely. You got to watch it. It's fantastic. Really? Yeah, huh? It's really good. What, is it dirty, though? Sure is. Is it? Yeah. It's cause oh. I, I don't, I don't, listen, I don't, I'm not a big fan of dirty cartoons. Oh, why? It makes am. me uneasy. It's yeah. a cartoon? Yeah. It yeah, is. BoJack Horseman's a cartoon. What did you... You what? can't put cartoons at number Damn, one. You know, I wish I had... Before we said it was a cartoon, Maury, I wish I had asked you to take a guess at what BoJack Horseman was about. 
What did you think it was about what did, before yeah, finding what did out you, it was yeah. I thought it was about a guy that's half horse, half man. You're not you're not entirely wrong. Like He's, I picture him as like a you know, up on his back legs. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry? <laughs> What's that noise? A, a horse going up on his hind leg. <laughs> <laughs> That's and then dying? That's not what it sounds like. And Shem loves it. No, no, no. That's the noise of a Netflix crime doc. That, that sound, you sound like the clown that somebody would do a police report about. Yeah. <laughs> that's the show I'd watch. Right. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. We know uh, Drake's got his OVO World weekend happening next week in Toronto, where on holiday Monday... He's doing the big show, the Young Money reunion with Nicki Minaj and Lil Wayne. And who knows who else is going to show up on stage. It's going to be incredible. Uh, and then right after that, he's got a whole bunch of shows happening. He's going to Greece, Saint-Tropez, Ibiza. He's doing a big, big, big beach club party mm-hmm. show out there. He's in Saint-Tropez right now. Hey, who's that girlfriend he's with? The uh, She's a TikToker, right? YouTuber, I think. YouTuber? Yeah. I don't know who she is, uh, but there were pictures of her and him on a boat in Saint-Tropez. And then there was that video yesterday that went viral of Drake dodging a bee. <laughs> He's sitting at a table. Is that table. what that was? Yeah. And some bug was flying. The bee was like flying around. <laughs> and then he was like dodging it like a boxer. But then I don't know if you guys, you know, Drake out here trying to just destroy relationships, right? Yeah. Did you guys see what he put on stories? No. So he took a picture of a woman sitting at a table near where he and his crew were sitting. Okay. She kind of looks like Brie Larson. Okay. Uh, And the caption he wrote on it, tried to airdrop this woman a pic of herself because she's a dime. And she's like clearly sitting there with another dude. Oh, (laughs) man. Drake is trying to destroy relationships. That's like (laughs) airdropping is a violation, man. Like you can't like... There was that story. That, what was that? Wasn't there a guy? What was that story? Wasn't there a guy in an airplane who went on the airplane and then airdropped his song so everybody would hear his no, song? No, he airdropped a picture of his stuff oh, to oh, everybody that, on the plane. Two stories then, yes. <laughs> this guy, and he was, but the plane hadn't even taken off yet. And then everybody what? looked at their phone and was like, yo, that's the guy. <laughs> Right? Yeah. And, 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 that. and there's pictures there's, to people there, before? What's that? Have you not done that like at a shopping mall or a concert? No. Every, I've done that. Every now no. and then in this building, like uh, if there's like a group of people, yeah. every now and then I'll just open it up to see who's who has like airdrop open to everyone. Right. Just out of curiosity. I don't do anything with it. There was one time our boss was sitting at a table out there. Yeah. And from in here inside the Rosaboka studios, I was taking pictures of him and I kept airdropping them to him. Really? <laughs> Who keeps airdrop on all the time? A lot of people just have it. They forget open to turn it they, off. They is that forget, what that is? You they forget? just have it open and they you forget to put like to contacts only or just to turn yeah. it off completely uh but majority of people like if you go into your settings airdrop might be open literally literally for everyone and if you're at a restaurant and you see somebody beautiful across from you right you can only be on drake level without looking like a complete complete psychopath well, yeah. if you're going to air airdropping somebody in public a picture of themselves that you took of them yeah that is like next level like call the 
police. Yeah, it's right? criminal. Like you can Absolutely. only be Drake and do that. Yes. Like that can only come from somebody like a Drake or a Ryan Gosling or like somebody like that or George Clooney, right? You can only be that level. My question is, yeah, this picture that Drake took of this woman, she's on her phone, right? Right. So I want to know when he took this photo as he's trying to airdrop to her, was she getting the notification? Is that what she's doing? She's looking at her phone yeah. at the notification saying Drake wants to send you an airdrop, wants right. to airdrop you this photo. Also, when you're as famous as Drake, I it is completely uh, unbelievably irresponsible for you to take a picture of a stranger and post it on your social and say that you feel anything about her. Also, do you think his phone's called Drake? Oh, yeah, I think it is. Oh, absolutely 100%. it is. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, or something like that. Like it's not, it's not Doug. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't change it. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's not a, Aubrey. No, really. no, no. But I think it's irresponsible because that's when your fans start going looking for that woman, mm. right? Shem, would you do this? Hell no. You no, would, that's you just weird. Drop. That's just no, it's yeah, super it's, weird. It's very weird. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, no. then don't ask me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, well, you wouldn't more. You wouldn't take a picture of a stranger and try and airdrop it to them. You'd get arrested. You no, know, I was just thinking, like, maybe I would do that at the gym or something. At, like the, at the gym! Like it, bro, like you psycho. It, bro. You are psycho. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Hello, is this Kit? This is Kit. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Good morning. Good. Good. Thank you. Okay, so Kit, uh, where and when does your hell of a story take place? How long ago? In Denver, Colorado on June 27th, the day after the... Abs win. Just recently. Oh, last oh, month. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so this is right after, as you just said, um, the Colorado Avalanche uh, won the Stanley Cup, right? Correct. Okay, so you a uh, hockey fan? I am now. Oh, here we <laughs> so go. I watched all the games. Okay, yeah, so... Well, I watched all the games, and they were terrific. Okay, so so what happens? What where what what makes this a hell of a story? Well, what's good about it is that that morning, on Monday morning, uh, the team returned with the trophy, and it was on the front page of the paper. And with the Stanley Cup, Landis got coming with the Stanley Cup coming down the stairs of the aircraft. I read the article and everything. I enjoyed the game. Uh, I was happy, really happy that we won. And uh, I didn't know it was going to be in my driveway later in that day. That's for sure. What? Uh, about six o'clock. Sorry, did you just say you didn't know? The- hold on a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Okay, hold on here. Okay, so you were just like you live in a regular house. Everything else, right? That's right. Okay, the team wins. They get back to Colorado. With the Stanley Cup. That's right. Okay. And you just said that you were shocked when it wound up in your driveway. How did the Stanley Cup wind up in your driveway? Well, it was a mix-up in the address. It was one digit off. So, And the trees are really heavy and leafy right now, so it was difficult to see the actual address. I'm sure they were using GPS, but... Whose house they, was... They made wait, a okay, who's, wait a second. Whose house was it supposed to go to? It was supposed to go to the team captain, Landeskog. Your address and his address are one digit off? That's correct. So you're sitting at home, and what happens? Like somebody, pull, like a truck pulls up? Well, my husband, Dimitri, is in the kitchen, and uh, a Toyota minivan pulls up, backs into our driveway. And then he says, there's somebody here to see you. And I said, well, we're not expecting anybody. And he said, well, they're coming to the door. And uh, this guy comes in the, the door, knocks on the door, and comes in. And my dog uh, is kind of frisky and cute. And so she ran out, and so he helped me wrangle her. Then he came back in. And he kind of looked around and he kind of looked a little confused. Yeah. Um, I don't live in the same kind of house that Landis got lives in. It's a little more modest than that. But um, he, he was going to bring the trophy in. And, and Dimitri says to the guy, he's in the kitchen looking out the window and the windows are open. And he says, what's that, the Stanley Cup? And the guy gives him a thumbs up. And it was the Stanley Cup. And I'm like, 
holy, you can't, the Stanley Cup's in my driveway. And this guy's, you know, he had every intention of bringing it in the house until he realized I was not a hockey player. Hold on a second. You um, mean to tell me the NHL <laughs> delivered the Stanley Cup to your house in Colorado in a minivan? Yep. <laughs> okay. That's true. So so the guy comes into your house, and he's low-key judging your house because it doesn't look like a rich hockey player's house, right? Yeah. Well, no. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. He was extremely polite, okay? Sure, he yes. But, but he, His name is Phil. He's the, he's the cup ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody, the guy's famous, right? Did he have the white gloves on or no? Uh, no, he did not. No, he did not. I think he was just scoping it out first. And when once Dimitri asked him if that was a Stanley Cup, and he gave him a thumbs up, well, I went outside with Phil, and... uh I said, are you kidding me? I can't, can you open it? Can I see it? And he's like, sure. So he opens it, and I get to touch it. I felt the rim. The first thing I did was feel the rim where it got invented because I'd seen that the night before. I was curious about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, they they uh, trashed it on the I ice that night. Up. I couldn't believe how big it was. It was so sparkly. It was. It lit the kitchen up nearly when he opened the hatch on the back end of the vehicle. Okay. So um, how long did you I get a chance to, to, to <laughs> stay with the Stanley Cup or have the Stanley Cup in your possession? It probably was about seven minutes total. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a long time. Yeah. But I'll, re- I'll, re- I'll remember those seven minutes. You got that right. And uh, <laughs> so obviously you guys stood around and took a whole bunch of pictures with it, right? Uh, obviously that didn't happen. You know, I, oh. the guys were so polite and they made a simple mistake. <laughs> and all I was concerned about is getting it to the right location, you know, as soon as possible. I did get to touch it. I took one picture of it just for the Stanley Cup with the blue velvet blanket. Well, you didn't take like a selfie with it? I didn't take a selfie with it. It didn't cross Four my people mind. standing around a Stanley mind. Cup. Oh Presumably, God. every single one of you with phones in your pocket, and no one thought to take a picture of you guys with the cup. It's, I guess I'm not selfie-orientated. I don't, I don't know, but I guess if I had to do it over again, I would have had the dog drink out of it or something fun. He would have let me do that. <laughs> Jesus, man. Well, Kit, that is yeah. a hell of a story. Um, uh, that was Kit from Colorado, and his address was one digit off of Landeskog's address and they meant to bring the cup to his house, but instead they brought it to Kit's place. And uh, he got to spend some time with it. He got to touch it. He got to feel the dented part of it, but uh, neglected to actually take a photo of it. So we believe you anyway. Even without pictures, we believe you. Thank you so much for joining us on Roz and Mocha's Hell of a Story. Hey, have a good day, you guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. About to pack it in. Cannot function at all. Oh, no, what's going on? What happened? Before we started the show, Roz came in here with some fried chicken sandwiches that he made <laughs> yesterday and heated them up before presenting them to us. Damn it, Maury Shem and I. I made those this morning. I put it all together. I was up early this morning toasting those buns. And said, have this before it gets cold. Yeah. And we had them all before they went cold. Right. And I'm nice, ready to sleepy. pass out. Oh, guys, I'm having trouble. You know when you just eat, like everyone has that feeling. When you eat and you have something delicious, and then yeah. it just hits you where you just can't function. I right. wish you gave me a heads up because I still have a tuna sandwich to eat. Oh. <laughs> that tuna's going to have to wait till tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. It expires today. Well, <laughs> That's a you problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I, I spent my Sunday yesterday fried chicken. Yeah. Right. Do you have a, a special uh, technique or a special way of doing the fried chicken? Yeah, sure. I think everybody who fries anything has their, their own sort of special way of doing it. I, I marinate in like a buttermilk and hot sauce mm. with a lot of salt. Um, I do that for do a whole panko? long time. Do you use panko? No, I don't use panko at all. Um, and when I 
when I fry chicken, I do thighs, but I debone the thighs. Those so are I, thighs? I, yeah. And I hate thighs, and I love this. Yeah, yeah, see? There you go. Uh, but I cut that center bone out, right? Mm -hmm. So you can eat the whole thing and not mm -hmm. have to worry about, uh, so you can, when you start jamming it, you can just like jam it in your mouth and not have to worry about the bone. <laughs> Shut up. Shem <laughs> finished that sandwich in like 90 I seconds. Know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God bless you, man. You Honestly. have like a little bit of like a glisten on your face right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, probably <laughs> grease. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was, uh, it was fried chicken thigh on oh. a, what kind of bun did I use? A brioche, brioche. bun, I think? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was a fried, uh, it was a fried chicken thigh on a brioche bun with a spicy mayo, lettuce, um, pickled red onions, and then a uh, cucumber uh, yogurt. On Do you top. butter the bun before you slide the meat? <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I, 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 I melt the butter on a pan and then put the bun on top of the melty butter. Hold on. So if you're doing this at like four o'clock in the morning, yeah, right? How yeah. is nobody in your house waking up to all those smells? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how the, the cats did. The yeah. cats came in the room. They're like, "What are you doing? Yeah, what are but we like, making chicken this early?" Your dog, like Roxy, didn't no. smell the no. deliciousness. No, didn't you no. want to sleep? Or no, Catherine no. didn't wake up and be no. like, "What are you doing in here no. at four o'clock no. in the morning?" I know, banging around. I know the whole place <laughs> smelling like melty Shem. butter and fried chicken. Shem, I know. Don't think I didn't see that. Shem Shem just, sleepy. Chef just did the biggest yawn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this thing's so bad. Yeah. And don't you cook shirtless? I, me? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sometimes. Hold on. Sometimes. Did you make our chicken sandwiches shirtless this morning? I did actually. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I did. Adds I made. I taste. made those chicken sandwiches. I actually constructed while I was in only underpants. Really? Yeah. Is that why it's so good? Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, I'm yeah. all right with that, man. You keep doing yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There's this 19 year old kid from Ukraine who moved to Regina, Saskatchewan, who has gone completely bonkers viral on TikTok because he's discovering things about Canada that he had like zero idea yeah. about before he moved to this country. Adrian uh, Maknikov is his name and he's new to Canada and his first video was like help me become Canadian and he like got rid of the clothes that he sort of would wear in Ukraine and then put on a pair of um, Walmart jeans and a gray hoodie and a ball cap and was like yo I'm Canadian now <laughs> yeah, um, up, and his videos are great because it's like there's just things that you know teenagers don't have in other parts of the world that you're just like blown away about like there's one video which is super interesting where he walks into the laundry room uh, where his place is and they have one of those combo washer dryers yeah where like it's all attached and he's like i've never used a dryer before oh wow right? like i've just like it's just not my not part of my uh not part of my world hey andrian what's up man it's ron zamoka how are you i'm fine thank you good so how is uh how is your quest going to uh, become a little bit more canadian oh it's good every day it's a new thing <laughs> it's new day so i'm happy your videos are are great. The, the the one where you were sort of started to dress differently was was funny as hell. Um, what are some of the things that you were just blown away by in Canada that you just didn't have or weren't ever didn't even know existed when you were growing up in Ukraine? Oh, it's I think the the first thing that uh, make me shocked is shower. Uh, it's really fun. When I first entered the apartment, I was surprised by the dressing room. But when I saw the shower in the wall, I stood there and wondering how to turn it on. <laughs> 
Oh, so like what? So, so you, so growing up, you only had what? Like tubs? You didn't have a shower? We have a shower, but it looks not like in Canada in the wall. It's like you can take it in your hands and use it like oh, the, oh, the, the wand. So, yeah, so you yeah, saw yeah. like the shower head in the wall, like sticking out of the wall, and you were kind of curious about that. Uh, not always. Uh, yeah, in Canada, yeah. But in Ukraine, it's not like in the wall. We have like a special uh, place for it, like from this uh, hat, shower hat. And you, okay. you, you mentioned it earlier, which was a closet. Oh, yeah. Wait, closet or closest room? Look, like a, cl- a closet room. Oh, yeah. We don't have it in Ukraine. We use like uh, wooden closets. Like, oh, like a wardrobe. Clothes. A wardrobe. Oh, the wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. So since, uh, since moving to Regina, Saskatchewan back in May and now like amassing this, this huge following on TikTok, are you getting suggestions from other Canadians saying, hey, you need to go and try this or you need to go and experience that? in order to uh, understand Canadians a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Every day it's a lot of uh, think about food, like go to try poutine, go to try uh, uh, Tim Horton, and uh, I already started to worry about my weight after this video. <laughs> but uh, I like that the food tastes so different, and it's really interesting. Here's the thing, though. Andrian, um, we saw there's one video where you said that you tried poutine for the first time, but the poutine that you tried was from McDonald's. How many comments did you get from people saying, bro, that's not like real Canadian traditional poutine? <laughs> you know, I don't expect this uh, comments. I was like, it's just poutine like everywhere. It was uh, I it, it was a story. I just decided to go to McDonald's, check like menu and see uh, like, uh, oh, poutine, I, I can make video about that because I read a lot of comments. And uh, I bought it and it was like a lot of comments. Oh, you need to try real poutine. I I replied, why it's not real poutine? It looks like all poutines that I saw. Like Derek Queen, I saw poutine the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you, has people tried to make you eat maple syrup, which I think is disgusting, by the way. But oh, like, no is, way, man. Uh, I love maple syrup. Have you had maple syrup yet? Yeah, I tried. And I really like it. It's like some new taste for me. But um, I, I really thought that you eat uh, maple syrup with like all cookies, with whatever you want. And when I try it with cookies, oh. <laughs> oh, just text me. No, you can't be real Canadian because we don't eat it with cookies. Yeah, no, we don't take maple syrup and pour it all over cookies, bro. Not at all. So now that you are in Regina and you're trying all these things in, in, in Canada, trying to become Canadian or learn a little bit more about Canadian culture, um, do you plan on visiting other provinces, other cities across the country? Yeah, I hope next, after one month, I will go to Toronto, maybe I will find a bag of milk. Oh, you want to find a bag of milk? Yeah. Oh, is that what your, your next quest is? You, you can't find bag milk in Regina? No, I can't find it here. I visit a lot of places. I always ask in the shops, do you have, like, bag of milk? They're like, no, we have only plastic. Oh man, uh, but in all in all seriousness, the, oh, though here, um, you get you got here in what May? Yeah. And uh, and do you still have family back in Ukraine? Are all your people safe and doing good? Uh, yeah, I have, and yeah, they're safe. They're they're good. Okay. And how long are you gonna? Are you is it is the plan to go back home eventually, or are you looking to to sort of build a life here in Canada? I really plan back home when it's 
all will be good. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe I will say. I don't know really. And yet. then take a little maple syrup back there with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And poutine from McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Andrea and Maknachov, thank you very much for joining us on the Razamoga Show. You are the 19-year-old from Ukraine that now lives in Regina. And uh, you went viral on TikTok because you're trying all things Canadian. And uh, people are just having a blast following your journey. Thank you for joining us on the Razamoga Show. Thank you for the invitation. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. How are you, buddy? I'm fine, man. I'm good. I watched Signs last night with Roxy. Remember that movie, Signs? The M. Night Shyamalan uh, alien movie? Mm. Mel Gibson and... Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix. And a little tiny baby, Abigail Breslin. I totally forgot that was her. Yes. Aliens, right? Yeah. Yeah. Solid movie. A really good PG-13. You know what? I only watched it once when it came out. Really, so I huh? barely barely remember yeah because you're always on the lookout for like rocks we can she can watch like she bumps it up right like okay. you know tvma the occasional r if it's only like sort of comedic violence and this kind of thing but your life sort of revolves around pg-13 uh-huh. and in the pg-13 world that you get a lot of romantic comedies which are fine we love romantic comedies um, but it's it's tough to get that sort of suspenseful horror thing right without it being R or without it being TVMA. And the M Night movies are really good for that. Like they're really good, solid PG thirteens. And Signs is a really I love Signs. I watched it. I didn't watch it since it first came out. We watched it last night. So with the M Night movies, yeah, there's always the big twist, right? It, si- Signs didn't have the big so twist. So I was gonna say, yeah. remind me what the big twist was. There was no big twist. In it was Signs. just aliens. You finally get to see. Spoiler alert! In yes. case you plan on watching. Yeah, Signs. I guess. I guess the spoiler would be how they kill the aliens, right? Like and I then, guess like the that alien would be showing up. I remember there was a scene where oh yeah yeah like in South America when it's at a children's birthday party and it's like a home video scene where they film down an alley and the alien just walks, walks like by. down down the. Uh, I remember did the alien the get into the house into the farm? Yeah. It yeah, because that, yeah. that sticks out in my mind. Yeah, as well. yeah. An alien got in, and then they thought they were all gone, but one was left, and then he came How'd back they kill in. The alien? Okay, do you want me to spoil it for you? Spoiler alert! Yeah, if you plan okay. on watching Signs anytime okay. soon, yeah, then um, just come back to us in like thirty okay. seconds. Water, 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 water. Water is what uh, water is what uh, is what kills them. Like just pouring water on them. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Did any of the aliens escape? Uh, they all left because they had said that they, they, I don't know, man, there was some battle somewhere. You mean somewhere. to tell me these aliens what? who are scared of water didn't yeah. do their research on Earth to figure out no, but they to said, see they how said much earlier, water is no, actually on Earth? I know, but they said earlier on that they, they were avoiding coastal areas. So they said that like when all the, the when all the oh. crop circles were happening, it, there was nothing around any coastal areas. So they make mention of that very early on in the movie. Okay. Right. But you don't pay attention to it. Sure. Yeah. But anyway. But they but didn't so, even do their research on farms no. to know that farmers grow things using water? Well, I don't know, man. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with them, but they had the tinfoil hats on and stuff yeah. like that. And so, yeah, it's a cute movie. <laughs> yeah. It's a really good movie. You're not I, that smart, aliens. You no, dumbasses. I know, but they were good looking aliens, though. Like M. Night They were tall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They and were lanky. tall. And they had these spikes that came out of their wrist that put a gas on your face. And then you, I guess oh, that's how they, that's how smart. they, that's how they killed you and stuff oh. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so we watched that last night. I hadn't what seen that movie. She loved it. Yeah, yeah, she loved it. Yeah. You didn't watch The Amazing Race Canada? No. And the big twist that no. happened last oh, night? Oh, God. What was the big twist in that? They were dead? No. Uh, <laughs> half the people got COVID. They had to bring back people that were voted off. Oh. Julie Black on night one 
was um, the last to hit the mat and was sent home. Last night, Julie Black comes back because other people got COVID and they need people to race. Oh, how many people got COVID? Three teams. Oof. And they're, so they're done? They're out of it? Uh, my husband or, or do, or do they? Me. Or do they? Oh God, that's right. Because Matthews has uh, Matthews. Maury's husband works on the show. Yeah. No. So uh, I don't know, but yeah. So three teams got um, COVID, and so they had to bring three teams back. Has there been a COVID outbreak in any of those reality shows no. up to this point, like on a Big Brother or anything like that? Has no. There... This is like the first. Well, because yeah, because you, these are all people on airplanes and airports and stuff like yeah, that, right? Yeah. The big this is the is dirty show. Race Canada is like the first. All show the other reality shows, avoid... the Bachelor and stuff like that, are clean. And did they avoid? Uh, Pearson Airport out of Toronto because it's just Pearson is just <sighs> no been... they had to fly out of like normal airports when yeah. they did that. Yeah. Pearson was just voted like the worst and they didn't charter planes so right? you're on planes with everyone else yeah no but what I'm saying people. is that I wonder if knowing that going into filming this season if no. they tried to avoid no. what you think that that airport no. whatsoever uh, the worst airport in the world is gold for a show like the Amazing Race yes. are you kidding frustration yes you're super tired yes COVID chasing you around Whoa. right <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Julie that, that sounds like an M Night movie. Right I there. know, I know. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's fix my life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is, my question is, got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Raph, what's going on, homie? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Um, why are you reaching out to us? What's going on? Uh, well, guys, I need some help with my money problems. Yeah, you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Roz and Mocha, fix my life i have some credit card debt which i'm having a hard time paying off also i'm moving out of the country so is it a good idea to pay it off or should i just not care since i won't be in canada anymore oh damn raf how uh, much how much you owe in credit card debt uh probably around like 12 grand 12 grand huh Yikes. what's wow. your what's your interest rate on it do you know uh i think it's the regular what like 19 percent annually oh, God damn. 19 First of all, don't flee the country and think that they won't find you because they need that money and they're going to get it some way, somehow. Yeah. So people think that they can just like move or sort of go off grid or all this stuff and then the the creditors aren't going to find you. But the problem is, is that eventually you are going to need a cell phone, right? And that cell phone is going to do a the cell phone company is going to do a credit check and you're going to have to have an address tied to that cell phone. And then bada bing, everybody's got your new address again. Um, so skipping out on your debt, it may seem like at the beginning, like it's worked, but they will find you. They always find you. If you change jobs and then you go, it, all of this stuff, there's so many ways that the, the creditors can find you. And then you're going to have to wind up paying all the interest rates on it and then the, the fines attached to it and all of this stuff. Right now, it's just a credit card company after you. Not They haven't sent it to creditors yet, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, still the credit card company. Yeah, they will. They'll find you. So even if I leave the country and... They like, will find you, sir. Yeah. I mean, maybe not if you went to a country that, uh, like, I don't know. I, I don't even know. Like, if, you know, I don't know if you're moving to Afghanistan or not. You know what I mean? Like, where they don't communicate with the outside world. Yeah. Um, where you don't have to go through those process. But, yeah, no, they will find you. If you, if you like, if you move from Canada to America, the, your, the creditors will find you. Where are you for moving, sure. Raf? I'm moving down south to the U.S. Yeah. Okay. And then in, in how long? Uh, like, in a couple of months. Yeah. Maybe even this month, maybe next month. So you, so your credit card balance right now is twelve grand. Is it on one card, or is this like um, accumulated amongst a bunch oh, just, of cards? Just on, just on one card. Just on one card. Okay. And then, are you doing? How are you paying it off? 
What's the payment plan? So I'm, so I'm paying like a little over the minimum. So I drop it down a little bit. Yeah. So I have done that. I've been doing that. But then I. But you have to know, you have to know, like even just above the minimum, you're barely touching just the interest. Like you haven't even started to tackle the initial charges right now. You're just paying interest. Yeah. So I, I, I dropped it down a bit and then I started paying the minimums again. And then, yeah, it's just started climbing back up and then are you still using the card though no no it was just sitting there yeah so if you like if you go down and then move back or even come up to visit family and all this other stuff like you're 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 going to be looking at major problems right you know that okay so okay. I should be paying it off then. Oh, right. Absolutely, so man. here, let me read this for you. Let me read this to you. A Canadian credit uh, reporting agencies, Equifax. Oh, remember those guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had calls from them back in the day. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, they are available in the U.S., but they don't carry your scores across borders. So this factor can have potential pros and cons. If you had a stellar credit score in Canada, you'd have to start fresh when you relocate at the same time. If you had a low credit score back home, uh, you don't need to worry about the numbers affecting your current prospects. Now, when you move to the U.S., your credit score will reset over time. Uh, You'll rebuild the score, paying off your bills consistently and keeping up with your financial obligations. So even if you move, you still have to pay. Okay. All right. Okay. So whatever you have to do between now and when you move, you need to aggressively pay off that credit card. Okay. All right, and as don't do this. Can. Don't do this in America because you go to jail in America for this stuff. Yeah, man. Okay. You well, don't... this was accidental. Like this was like collected while I was still in college, and I was just stupid with money. Well, it wasn't accidental. You were stupid. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Don't say it was accidental. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a difference between accidental and stupid. We were all stupid. I was in the same problem, man. Only mine was twenty-two grand. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Took me forever yeah. to pay that off. Forever. How long did it take? Yeah, I was broke for years. Like and, I, I was, I was in the hole for years. And Raf, for trying you, to pay this off. Even if you are moving to the states in like a couple of months, you're not paying off this twelve grand that you owe in a couple of months. While you are in the states, you're using whatever money you're making out there to help pay off this credit card debt that you have in Canada. Yeah, that was a plan, but then I'm like, maybe do I have to pay it off? Do I you not? do I have know. to pay it off. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. You'd, be, you'd be wise because listen, you don't know, maybe you're going to want to move back here at some point. You're going to have to That's cross true. the border. You're going to see family. Like, it's just, it's always going to be there, yeah. right? Like, it may not screw your life up while living in the States, but it's just, it's always going to be there. It's not going to go away. Fair enough. All right. All right. Go take care of them bills. That's the plan. Right on. All right, buddy. Thanks for reaching out, Raph. All right. Thank you. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Uh, 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 um. Welcome to it. He's Roz. I'm Mocha, by the way. Yes. Same in height. <laughs> He's white. I'm brown. Uh, uh, uh-huh. It's a perfect combo. Uh, hey, so Ed, Ed Sheeran did this video where he talked about, um, I don't know, Spotify sent him a T-shirt for getting 100 million followers, right? Only a T-shirt? That's what you get. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. They, yeah. So they don't I'll, send you like a plaque or no, something. No, I don't know. I'll, I'm sure I'll, he got more. I'll, but I'll play it. Yeah. I don't think he did get more. Um, uh, what having a hundred million followers is, isn't enough. What more do you need? Like, how, he what do you did the what work do you for that? They have to thank him now. Yo, when you reach a certain amount of subscribers on YouTube, they send yeah. you a fancy plaque. They do. Yeah, right? and money. Yeah. Like you tell me, Ed Sheeran just gets a t- <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they sent him. They, they sent him fruit of the loom. They sent him a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. But in the clip, okay, because remember, years ago, um, 
Elton John came out to say that he was such a fan and such a friend of Ed Sheeran mm-hmm. and everything else. But during all of that thing where Elton John's like, oh, we're so close and we're besties and we're doing this stuff, he kept calling him Ed Sheeran. I know. Right? You know, that's all I think of when I see, when I read Ed Sheeran's name. Yeah, same. Okay, but listen to this clip. So forget it. He's going to talk a lot about the T-shirt, right? But, yeah. but then he goes up to somebody at the end. And it's the end that I want you to listen to, Okay. okay. So I just hit 100 million followers on Spotify and Spotify have sent me this t-shirt. So I'm going to walk around the stadium and ask people to ask me about my 100 million followers because they're all going to be so excited for me. Ask me about my 100 million Spotify followers. Do you have 100 million? Oh, well done, Ishiran. Woo! Hold on a second. Right? That's the second person that we've heard. Right. Say Ed Sheeran. So have we, like the world, collectively been calling him Ed Sheeran and we're wrong? I think it might be Ed Sheeran. Because think about So when he was walking around the stadium, those are people that work on his tour. Yeah. Oh, well done, Ed Sheeran. Woo! Hold on a right. second. So first of all, they gave him a t-shirt, and all the t-shirt reads is, ask me about my 100 million Spotify followers. Okay? Okay, smart, okay. smart, 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 yeah. smart, 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 Super oh, smart. Oh, well done, Ed Sheeran. Woo! Right? I think we're all wrong, I guys. think we're all wrong. I think it's Ed Sheeran, because this has happened before with people's names. But how come Ed Sheeran has never said anything to us? I don't know. I don't think he cares. Yeah, I don't think he cares like, either. He I, I, to... think that, I think that maybe he thinks that it's like maybe an American thing, like the way Americans might pronounce his name. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely an accent thing, because I can tell you, somebody from the Caribbean would 100% say Ed Sheeran. Right. 100%. Right. But if you told them it's pronounced Ed Sheeran. They would still say Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fair enough. 100%. <laughs> and then you don't correct him a second time, I guess. Absolutely huh? not. No, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. Yo, it's Roz and Mocha. Oh my God. What's up, guys? What's up? What's your name? <laughs> Katie. Katie texted and said, I'm at the airport right now, heading to Vegas, staying at the Aria, which is my favorite hotel and casino, Shem as well. And uh, she says, I got $50 with yours and Roz's name on it. The question is, red or black? Black. I'm going red. Oh, oh no. Also, yeah. also, Shem just bullied me into saying black, by the way. What? Right? Why? Not going to lie. I was going to say red, and then Shem pointed uh, at himself, yep. and then I didn't want to come off as racist, so oh, I said or black. Th- or do you think, Shem, Shem, did you point at yourself like, no, let me get in on this action? I pointed at myself when I said, but I heard black? Yes. Oh. You know. Yeah. Okay. Bye, Katie. He bullied me. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm still going black though. I always, I always, my first bet at a roulette table is always, uh, is always black. Always, 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 always. Good to know. I was leaning towards that too. So because I'll tell you why I always go, I always go black. Right? Mm-hmm. Is um, if I bet on black and it comes up red, the feeling I get is sort of indifference. It's fifty fifty, right? Sure. But if I bet red and black comes up, I always feel bad. I always am like, God, why didn't you just do black? You uh-huh. always do black, right? Like, so my feeling for black, if it doesn't come up, I'm fine. When I bet on red and black comes up, I feel differently. I don't like it. So, so Katie, I'm going black. Do you have a preference, Katie? Uh, yes, I, I usually do black as well. Yeah. But um, I was going to, you know, put my money on you guys first. Okay. That's going to be my first bet. Before we even like hit the elevators to the room, that was oh, me. Like, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are you going to Vegas with? My husband. Nice. Uh, any type yeah. 
celebration or are you just going for fun? Uh, this is our redemption tour. <laughs> oh. So we went last time in March. You got, it was actually for my 30th birthday. You guys called me. Oh, okay. And uh, we were in Vegas. Um, and that was just not a good, oh, my God, guys. It was not a good time. It was not good. So we were, like, just so, like, jet-lagged and tired. And we had, like, blown all of our, like, most of our money on day one. Uh. So it was... <laughs> <laughs> it was just not a good time. So this is the redemption tour. How much are you bringing with you? Just out of curiosity, what do you like? What are you willing to lose on this trip? Okay, so the only reason why we're going is because my husband got a big bonus at work, but five grand. Five but, grand. Wow. But that's, not, but, but that's for everything. That's for like shopping. That's for food. Oh, that's okay, for, okay. Like, drink. But yeah. what do you do? You have like a, a set dollar amount dedicated just to gambling? Um. I want to stay in the 2000 range. Wow. And so what's your game? Just roulette or you, do you play other things? Um, uh, I like roulette. I like blackjack. My husband does poker. Um, and then we, and then like at night we'll do the slot together. Okay, yeah. But during the day yes. we're yeah. separate. Yeah. 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 What is it, Maury? Did you want to say something? I have never spent that much at a casino. How much have, what's the max you've spent at a casino? <laughs> like maybe a hundred bucks. On? Penny slots. Penny slots. Damn. But penny slots aren't even penny slots, yeah. though. It's a scam. It's no. a scam because if you're going to win on penny slots, you have to hit max bet. A max bet on a penny slot is like 35 pennies. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like that 200 goes quick, but I'm with you. I, I, I love sitting at a slot machine and just drinking free alcohol and just losing. And, I, and I'm, fine, I'm fine with that. But that's a lot of money. $2,000? It's a lot. That's a lot of money, $2,000. Well, it's for two people. And sure. it's over four days. Yeah, but you're not gonna you don't you're not gonna spend what you're gonna miss though, right? Yeah. Yeah, no 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 no. no yeah. This was like we usually go for like four days with total for the whole trip about about two thousand, yeah. right? So this is like a little bit extra. And um he just like it's more or less it's more my husband. He's like, I just wanna go and enjoy ourselves and not worry and not be upset when we come home if we don't come home with anything. Whereas <sighs> I'm like uh, I will be very upset because that's American. Katie, have a wicked time in Vegas with your husband. All the best. Thank you. At the Thank tables. You guys. Um, and, and you have, you have, I mean, I don't know if it helped. Like I said, bet on red. Ross said, bet on black. Bet on black. Uh, well, it's, it, it's between Shem and Ross. Like they kind of outnumbered you, Mocha. Yeah. Okay, so, so bet yeah, on black. Bet on right. black. Also, Katie, oh, bet on black. Also, Katie, once you go black. Come on you now. Can, you can finish that. You, yep. you can finish I'll that. <laughs> she's, she's, not, she's not saying that in yeah. front of her husband. No. She's no. not finishing that. Love you lots, Katie. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Take care. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Stinking hot in the UK. They're seeing temperatures like they've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to deal with the heat. And that's all anyone could talk about. That's all the uh, the news stations could talk about. And the other day... One of the news stations, they were talking to a meteorologist about the rising temperatures and how it's affecting people. Mm-hmm. And then immediately after this meteorologist said what he said, people were comparing it to a scene from that Don't Look Up movie right. that dropped late last year with Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Because this guy in this newscast is talking about the severity and the effects that it's having on people. And here's how the hosts were trying to not diminish what he was saying, yeah. but try to 
make the news, I guess, a little lighter. Oh, you see, John, you're outside enjoying yeah. the sunshine. It's not too it's, hot, it's, is it? No, it's, it's absolutely lovely. It's, what, 20 degrees out here? It's perfect. But um, on a serious note, folks, um, by early next week, you can scrap 20 degrees. It could well be 40 degrees. I think there will be hundreds, if not thousands, of excess deaths early next week. Oh. The charts that I can see in front of me are frightening. So we all like nice weather, but this will not be nice weather. This will be potentially lethal weather for a couple of days. It'll be brief, but it'll be brutal. Oh, so, John, you know, we can... We... So, John, I want us to be happy about the weather and every single... I don't know whether something's <laughs> happened to meteorologists to make you all a little bit fatalistic and, and oh. <laughs> harbingers of doom. Because all of the broadcasts, particularly on, on the BBC, every time I've turned on anyone's talking about the weather, they're saying that there's going to be tons of fatalities. But haven't we always had hot weather? You know, I don't think we should be too lighted, light-hearted about the fact that, that many are going to die early next week because of the heat. 40 degrees, the sort of temperature that this country, I'm afraid, is just not geared up to cope with. So after that came out, people started uh, uploading that scene from Don't Look Up. Right. When they're a scientists, Leo and, um, <laughs> and Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. are trying to be on the news to say, hey, everyone... Be careful, like beware. This is giant meteor that's about to hit Earth and it's gonna destroy everything. And Tyler Perry, who is one of the newscasters, says, Is there any way we can get that uh, that meteor to like maybe shift and like hit my ex-wife's house? And they're all laughing and having a good time. And then Jennifer Lawrence just like freaks out. I'm sorry, are we uh, are we not being clear? We're trying to tell you that the entire planet is about to be destroyed. Okay. okay. Um, well, it's, um, you know, just something we do around here. You know, we just keep the bad news light. Right, it helps the medicine go down. <laughs> and speaking of medicine, tomorrow we've got a two-part... Well, maybe the destruction of the entire planet isn't supposed to be fun. Maybe it's supposed to be terrifying and unsettling. Oh, please don't do that. And you should stay up please. all night, every night, crying. <laughs> When we're all 100% for sure going to f***ing die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and he was right. He was right, though. Um, here, let me read you this. What I don't even know what news outlet this is from. Sky News, maybe something like that. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the headline was record temperatures across Europe. So all of Europe uh, have claimed the lives of at least 1,500 people. Ooh. 1,500. 1,500. Wow. Portugal authorities have reported more than 1,000 heat-related deaths, while estimates from the uh, one of the health institutes in Portugal um, have the death toll at 510. That's just in Portugal wow. alone. Right? So the guy wasn't wrong. It's just... I don't know. The, those people on those news shows are just so ill-equipped, whether it is in, in Don't Look Up or in real life. Sure. They're just so ill-equipped to have that conversation, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, they uh, turn everything into a, into a lighthearted joke. They, they, well, they just can't handle it. They can't. Yeah. They, that's, they, don't, they don't want to sit there and talk about death with the weather guy, right? That's <laughs> when they take a breather. Oh, the weather guy's on. Oh, thank God, the weather guy's on, right? Yeah. And they just they don't know how to deal with that stuff. They can't, uh, they, they, they can't have those conversations, which just sort of leads you to believe and sort of you know fall in line with what everybody else says which is that the other thing they're incapable of doing is just telling the truth right right exactly the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast well here we are there we are uh hey mocha yes are you ready of course brother let's do the news the Roz and mocha show podcast news break
Uh, da, 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 da. If you remember, Kylie Jenner came under fire after using her private jet for a three-minute flight in California uh, last week. Mm-hmm. It's a 40-minute drive. She chose to fly private uh, in the air for three minutes. Now it's Drake who has come under fire from the Twitter account that follows Celebrity Jets. It seems that Drake's jet has made multiple trips um, since June from Toronto to Hamilton. What? <laughs> Why? Oh my gosh. 70 kilometers. It is a, uh, I think they said it's a th- uh, 14 minute flight. <laughs> given the, given the, uh, you could take a plane from Toronto to Niagara. It's less. Nobody the, complains about that. Um, yeah, but this is he's this is a seven sixty seven more. Yeah, it's like Air Drake. Yeah, so, this is a massive plane. Uh, it uh, uses, they say, uh, four. Ton- it uh, sorry, it emits four tons of carbon dioxide for that short trip, and uh, the fuel cost is uh, two thousand seven hundred and twenty nine dollars okay, in, fu- in fuel. Can uh, I read to you flight. because this story um, I saw on a on a. Twitter account, or sorry, Instagram yesterday. Yeah. So Drake actually commented oh, on the post. Yeah. And this is what Drake said. This is just them moving planes to whatever airport they are being stored at for anyone who is interested in the logistics. Oh. Nobody takes that flight. Oh. Oh. So that's for storage. So what they gotta like they gotta like shuttle planes back and forth? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So they drop Drake off in Toronto and then, and then no store place the plane. here. To store the plane, so they ship it off to or fly it away to to Hamilton and store it there. That's yeah, according yeah. to that's Drake's explanation. Yeah. Okay. However, there's a flaw in his explanation, which is which is if Drake lands in Toronto and mm-hmm. he stores plane in Hamilton, mm-hmm. right? And then Drake wants to fly to Miami. Does Drake drive to Hamilton to get the plane, or does Drake drive to Toronto and they fly the plane from no, Hamilton fly, to Toronto? Guaranteed, they fly. The plane okay, so that's Hamilton still you using the plane from Hamilton to Toronto. Yeah. Right. So now you're just getting technical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Baby. Uh, hey, Buck Martinez was back in the booth Woo! last night. All right. Yeah. So good. Uh, he was missed. He, um, he left in April to uh, go and get treated for cancer. And uh, last night was his first time back in the booth. Here's a little bit of Buck's return. There's a ball game. That's great. But this is the big news. And I know I speak for everybody across the country tuning in on their TVs tonight, Buck. It is great to have you back. No, Dan, it's great to be back. And there have been so many people that have reached out to me certainly jamie and joe have been part of that you and pat and uh joe everybody's been so graceful in filling in for me the fans have been tremendous i've heard from fans all across north america and i want to thank you all for the signs the prayers and there's no doubt that all of your good words helped me get through this tough time and they helped me a lot and i heard from a lot of people too that have been dealing with their own health issues and i hope my journey has helped you handle those face on and fight the good fight but i wouldn't be sitting here tonight without the wonderful support of my family my son casey and his family and especially my wife of 47 years arlene she from the moment we heard i had cancer she simply said we got this and she was right, as she's been for 47 years. <laughs> it was incredible so watching um, last night inside the Rogers Center. The, during the second inning, they announced that Buck was back. Yeah. And uh, they gave him a standing ovation. And so all the Jays, like, looked over to, to the booth, to the broadcast booth. They all tipped their hats. Mm-hmm. Like, every single person inside that building was so happy that uh, Buck Martinez yeah. came back, and, and and we love you, Buck, and we're glad that uh, that you're doing okay and that you're back. And were you crying? 
I love Buck Martina. Yeah, he's the best. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Are just... you extended for the? G- are you ready for the extended GMU? What's that? The GMU. The GMU. Hold on, let me think about this. GMU. The Government GMU. Unit? Yo, it's a troll job. Let it's me see. not a troll job. G M. It's not a troll job, man. G stand for the G stands for. What'd you say more? You said government, government meat unit. No, (sighs) not Jesus. What the (laughs) hell would that look like? Gardening. Oh, gardening. Metropolitan. G M U. Okay. What? The G is for ghost. No, incorrect. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Maury's dream come true, which is. The Gentleman's Multiverse. Oh! Oh. Roz, I don't care what it is. That's the winner. It's, uh, (laughs) no, the Gray Man Universe. Oh, can we just go with Gentleman? Yeah, I know. Sorry, guys. Oh, wait, but you could join the Gray Man. Have you seen your beard? Not that kind of thing, Mark. Um, so the hot movie on Netflix starring Ryan Gosling, uh, Chris Evans, Anna DeArmas, Billy Bob Thornton, and more, uh, directed by Joe and Anthony Russo. So mm-hmm. the upcoming um, sequel and spinoff series oh. is uh, what is now going to happen. The guys who wrote wow. Deadpool are going to be working on the spinoff. They say, uh, with so many wow. amazing characters in the movie, we had always intended for the Gray Man to be part of an extended universe. God, the Russos love an extended universe. <laughs> And we are thrilled that Netflix is announcing a sequel with Ryan as well as a second script that we're excited to talk about soon. So you watch this is it? for the Gentleman's Club, right? Yes. I haven't watched uh, Gray Man yet. It's good. It's, I, it's, it's far more, and this is not, I'm not slamming the movie, it's far more basic than what I thought. I thought it was going to be much more sort of heady and like drama. It's like two, yeah, but ten, it's, I think. it's But it's basic. It is a basic sort of like spy movie. Like yeah? there's, okay. it's not deep at all. It's not, Did Catherine like it's it? not super heady. Yeah, yeah, we all enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah it was good. It's good right, fun. It's good it. fun. Uh, although I didn't like Ryan Gosling's goatee. It extends too too far underneath his chin for me if he's going to have a Wait, goatee. It's does weird. it not go to the beard line? No, it's weird, but it goes down, and it's it's a dumb goatee framing. I don't know who told him That's to shape so the goatee specific. like that. Yeah, it's it's uh, wow. it's it's annoying. But everything is, it's Chris Evans' mustache in that movie. That is everything. Oh, Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Chris Evans' mustache. Sucks. What's that? His character, character sucks. sucks. But I, you're right. Incredible mustache. Okay, no yeah. more spoilers. <laughs> no more spoilers. Yeah, yeah. He sucks in what way? Like he didn't like the character? Or you just did. He's, he's I just too... don't believe him. I don't, oh. I'm just not believable as oh, that character yeah, yeah, at all. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I got you. No more spoilers. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. John Krasinski on Fallon last night uh, talking about the uh, prospect of doing Fantastic Four uh, because if you remember, spoiler alert, he shows up uh, as, what's the guy's name? The, the, Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic in Doctor the Strange. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse, multiverse of, of Madness. madness. The multiverse um, of Gentlemen. So we know <laughs> that... Fantastic Four is hitting theaters November 8th, 2024. So mm-hmm. they've already announced a Fantastic Four. So this is Fallon trying to figure out whether Krasinski is going to be in Fantastic Four. Now, everyone freaked out. You were uh, Reed Richards from Fantastic Four. Yes. Mr. Fantastic. I was. We all freaked out. The audience I was in, everyone was like, what? Thank you. We That's- love this. Uh, you, uh, Comic-Con, they just uh, announced all these new movies, and they announced there's going to be a Fantastic Four movie. Yes. You're not allowed to say anything. Nope. I'm not allowed to really ask you. Right. Uh, but, you think? You think? Do you think? Do you think? How could, could one think? I mean, could one think? Seriously, what have you heard? I need to know. 
You, they don't tell you anything. They don't tell you anything. No. Nope. Until right before you're about to do it. That's right. Yep. And, and there's also a rumor that uh, your wife, uh, Emily Blunt, will play Sue Storm. Oh. Making the it? first husband. <laughs> you think? You think? Come on, he knows. So, and it, this is, but that's quick though. Like um, November eighth, twenty twenty four. Like they would be working on this like now, now, right? Yes. So then there was another part of the interview where uh, fans caught a hold of this clip, and they were like, "He blew it," because they say that he admits to having done Fantastic Four already. Because they were talking about this theory that Jim from The Office is like a villain and everything else, and they were goofing on this. But listen to what John Krasinski says when talking about how he's already done the villain thing. Listen. That's why, did, that's why I did. That's why I did. Fantastic Four to balance and, it out. I had already done yeah. the villain, so yeah. oh, you screwed up. Okay, he screwed up. That's why, I did, that's why I did Fantastic Four to balance and, and, it out. I had already done yeah. the villain, so uh. right because he would would he have said? Here's the question that everybody's talking about. Having played Mister Fantastic in um, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. right? Would he not in that moment have said, "That's why I did Doctor Strange," as opposed to saying, "That's why I did Fantastic Four? Absolutely. That's, why I, did, that's why I did Fantastic Four to balance and, it out. Yeah. I'd already yeah, done yeah. the villain. Yeah, so. John Krasinski's in trouble today, right? And then there's a whole other group of people saying there's no way that he could even be Mister um, Fantastic in Fantastic Four why? because he gets whacked whacked in um, the multiverse, and it was just a different Mister Fantastic, just like it was a different Captain Marvel and it was a different everybody else and that the the Fantastic Four is going to be in that other world with a completely different Mr. Fantastic. Well, that doesn't sound so fantastic. Right. <laughs> nah, I think Krasinski blew it. Yeah, you think I so? Really do. All right, yeah. all right. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so David Harbert on uh, BBC Breakfast talking about how he managed the incredible uh, weight loss between seasons uh, three and four, playing Harper on Stranger Things. Listen to this. It's demanding, as you say, but it's also kind of fun because I like being a chameleon. You know, I like sort of disappearing into other lives in a sense, kind of why I got into acting. And so the further you can go with any one of those components is great. You know, you do it emotionally, but also physically. So yeah, this past season, I mean, I lost, I think it was 80 pounds. Wow. Um, You know, at the end of season three, I was about 270 pounds. And then when we came into this season, I was 190. And you know, that was uh, clearly a hard process. It is, it is not easy. It's a lot of not eating when you lose that much weight and being <laughs> yeah. hungry. That's the secret. If you're curious about the diet secret, it's just not eating that. food. Oh my so God. just not eating food. That's how you do it. God, that's a lot of weight, that's though. My, that's what my husband's doing right now. We're just not eating? That's he not healthy. Eats, he just eats pa- like one pa- half a papaya, yeah. and that's his day. For is the entire he, day? What? Cause yeah, he's like, oh, I gotta lose weight, and I'm like, for what? No, Matthew's already skinny as it is. He weighs one twenty five, oh and he's trying God. to lose. I more weigh more than Matthew. Yeah, because <laughs> he looks not in the mirror. He's like, no, look, there's a, there's a belly. So there's... I don't know. So he's doing the David Harbor diet. By just a papaya, a papaya, bro. That's not healthy. And papayas aren't cheap. That's not healthy. You're worried about the cost and not your husband's health. <laughs> like a papaya <laughs> is. I'm the one that buys the papayas. Pa- pa- you know what a papaya is to me? That's Matthew's entire day. A papaya to me is the thing I flick off the side of my plate when I'm at an all-inclusive buffet. <laughs> Oh man, papaya is delicious. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey Deepa, how what were your what were your thoughts on uh, Tony uh, Tony Dow dying the other day? You have no thoughts. That's I fine. Would. Okay, so they're back in the day. <laughs> Deepa's like, I don't know. Okay, okay, I don't want to be so, disrespectful to man, but so back in the day, uh, there was a show called Leave It to Beaver, <laughs> right? Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of okay. It. Yeah. And this is what do you know? When- what do you know about the show? 
Deepa, who is how old are you now? Twenty six. I'm twenty six. Yeah. What do you know about the um, show? I know nothing about it other than the title. Okay, that's it. It oh. was it was like a, yeah. a black and white fantasy uh, family sort of situation comedy, but like it was so terrible. It was back in the day when uh, at noon when you went home for lunch, mm-hmm. there were so few options in for programming that when you were like a twelve year old kid. You had to watch the shows that like your parents watched when they were children, like Gilligan's right? Island. Like yeah, like original black and white Gilligan's Island and Leave It to Beaver and Andy Griffith and all those shows because they were the only shows available at noon when you mm. went home for lunch. And so I we all just it every day, yeah, we all just watched Leave It to Beaver. Anyway, so Tony Dow was the older brother, Wally Cleaver, and he is not well. He's old. He's got a lot of health problems, and he's in home hospice right now. But his wife, Lauren, had said to somebody in some sort of roundabout way, gave an update on his uh, health. They turned around and say that they found out that he passed away. So Mm. it went crazy that Tony Dow, this legendary actor from Leave it to Beaver, had passed away. So much so that Jerry Mathers, who played the Beaver, uh, wound up releasing a statement saying, it is with the utmost sadness uh, I learned this morning of my co-star, lifelong friend, Tony Dow's passing, right? Yeah. But he didn't die. Oh. So he's not dead yet. He is dying, but he's not dead yet. And then I thought to myself... That this is now something that I'm going to have to talk to Catherine about. What do you which mean? Which is if I'm ever in a situation where I'm maybe like, you know, not doing too well. On the way out? You need to tell people I've died. Okay? You need to tell people I've died. Why? So when I'm still alive, I can read the reactions from people. <laughs> because I think that that's, I think that that's think a beautiful way to go. I think that that's a beautiful way to go. Had his wife not screwed up, uh-huh. right? Tony Dow is now in his last days able to be handed a phone where he can now read all the wonderful things that people had to say about him that he wouldn't get the opportunity to See, read I think, no, when he he's dead. Bril- it's brilliant. This I, is like why people do living funerals. No. I no. No, Deepa? No? I, no. No? And here's the thing, though. Why? I'm very surprised, but also not, but very surprised that you would say that because that is a very damn it Maury type answer right about wanting to read things all these wonderful things that people said about them right i just assume that you figure that you would say you would want Catherine to tell everyone that you died yeah. so then just people just leave you the hell alone no 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 no, no. i but have a question i don't what want visitors i want tweets out- at Roswell, but what way. if they're not good? What if they're not good? What if it's not what you want to see? And like for oh, some reason, I know all why. of a sudden people hate you. Yo, like, so he, then he can call those people if there's anyone that he knows. Call them and be like, "This is Roz's ghost." But this was a complete <laughs> episode of Friends, by the way, when Chandler pretended to be dead and everyone, <laughs> nobody showed up to his wake. First of all, how does it? How do we go from this is a wonderful thing to read great things that somebody says to hey, you better not do that because nobody has anything nice to say about you. <laughs> It's just hypothetical. Like hypothetical. Hypothetical. You already got the tweet of yeah. the draft. Thanks. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, uh, Chris Rock talking about the um, Will Smith slap during. I think it was the New Jersey show that followed their uh, um, Madison Square Garden show. This is the Chris Rock and Kevin Hart tour. She talked about it, huh? Yeah, so they were on stage, and he said, uh, anyone who says words hurt has never been punched in the face. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, that blank hurt, MFR. He goes, but I shook that off and went to work the next day. I don't, don't go to the hospital for a paper cut. Oh, wow. and then and then uh, he referred to uh, Will as uh, Suge Smith. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Sean Mendez has canceled his entire uh, world tour. Crazy. He released a uh, statement saying, I started this tour excited to finally get back to playing live after a long break due to the pandemic. But the reality is I was not at all ready for how difficult touring would be after this time away. After speaking more with my team and working with an incredible group of health professionals, it has become more clear that I need to take the time I've never taken personally to ground myself and come back stronger. He goes on to say, uh, I know you all have been waiting so long to see these shows and it breaks my heart to tell you this, but I promise I will be back as soon as I've taken the right time to heal. Um, so there you go. Hope he's okay. And yeah. Sending love. Yeah. Um, when was that tour supposed to end? Like this was like a long string mm-hmm. of shows, right? That he, was, that he was part. supposed to be doing? Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and anyway. They're offering refunds. So this is not, it was interesting because normally when this happens, they're you hear, right? you normally hear like keep your tickets, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This was your tickets will be automatically refunded. So I don't think they're making up these dates. Right, because no, these, because these are canceled dates, not postponed exactly. dates. Exactly. Our artists, the, the worst thing that they can do is cancel shows. That's why artists always postpone shows. Even if the shows, like as you saw with like Bieber shows, I think it was, where it's like two years later, right? Yeah, yeah. Because if you cancel, you have to refund, mm-hmm. right? If you postpone, you honor tickets. Yeah. So you don't have to go through that entire process of refunding money. But uh, with Sean Mendez, um, canceling, like canceling the shows, it's full out That's cancellation. Crazy. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Lamar Odom. Now we know Lamar is still uh, pining for Khloe Kardashian, mm-hmm. and uh, we know that, right? His heart is still with uh, his heart is still with Khloe because he blew it. And so paparazzi catching up with uh, Lamar Odom to talk about uh, how Lamar and Tristan have another baby on the way via surrogate. Listen to this. What do you think about Chloe uh, having a second child with oh. Tristan? I guess they just announced or it was leaked or something that uh, they're having a surrogate together. It's their second child together. What do you think about that? Uh, are they going to be together? I don't think so. I don't think so. It just it seems that uh, they, they planned it before the second or third cheating scandal. Oh, he got caught cheating again. Yeah. And they grabbed another baby? Yeah. She could have hollered at me for that. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave it to Lamar. Leave it to Lamar. And also, Lamar, don't oh. act surprised like you don't know, know. all I the know. happenings in your ex's life. Oh, oh, Lamar. Oh, he got cheated. Oh, yeah, really? He got cheated. Yeah, she wants another baby? Again? She could have hollered oh, at me. Oh, yeah? Really? Oh, he's cheating again? Oh, really? that's news Tristan. to me. Like, you don't know. Now. My these these paparazzi, right? They they have such a style to them when they ask questions because they need to get the information out of somebody like Lamar, but they also need to they they frame their questions, even if it's scandalous, that they're on the side of the person they're asking, right? And part and part of that technique is this sort of feigned ignorance about what they're asking about, mm-hmm. right? So play back the way he asked this question and just listen to the tactics used by the paparazzi when sort of trying to gain that trust, but also being a little disinterested and a little confused with the information they're about to tell you. What do you think about Chloe uh, having a second child with Tristan? I guess they just announced or it was leaked or something that uh, I don't know. they're having a surrogate together. It's their second child together. What do you think well, are they gonna be together? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. Yeah, it just—it seems that uh, they, they planned it before 
the second or third cheating scandal. Oh, he got caught cheating again. Yeah. And they gonna have another baby? Yeah. yeah. She could have hollered at me for that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, it's official, according to uh, Jeopardy executive producer Michael Davies. The deals are signed and moving forward. Both Ken Jennings and oh. Mayim Bialik will be the official hosts of I'm Jeopardy. I'm clapping for half of that. Which half? The Mayim Bialik half. You're not clapping for Ken Jennings? Absolutely not. So you can only no. use one hand. Oh. Yeah. Why, uh, why are not, why are not? <laughs> do you have to make a noise with your mouth when you do that? That's what she said. Nah. <laughs> uh, That's still two hands deep, huh? That's just, all right. <laughs> yes. I'm done. You can't do this right I'm now. done. <laughs> I apologize, Deepa. Man. Sorry. I'm so done. That right. wasn't fair. That wasn't fair. I have fair. no comment. No, but no, I'll Ken say. Jennings, absolutely not. No, I'm He's uh, so mean to the contestants. Yeah, well, he's 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 a, like he's he's himself. Like when you hire Ken Jennings, you get Ken Jennings, and Ken Jennings was always that guy. He's like the yeah. least charismatic, impersonal, snarky, you know, champion they've really yeah. ever and had. And maybe that's There's, what producers want because they know that that's what they're going to get and Yeah. It'll resonate into reaction from the audience. But the fans don't. People tweet saying, like, well, every time that- Mayan Bialik takes a couple weeks off, yeah. Yeah. they're pissed. Yeah, but you got it. The, the, the one thing that Jeopardy needed was they needed credibility, and you can't deny the reasoning behind the decision to have sure. Ken Jennings, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's just, he's one of the best of all time. Like, you just, you, nobody's going to argue that he's not a fit. You just don't like him as a person. Absolutely. Yeah, which is fine, fair. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, I love Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. I know when everybody was hating on Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop and all their stupid stuff and everything, I I am so, I'm like, I find her so endearing. And Gwyneth Paltrow is the queen of just making it weird. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things I love about her. So she did. She's making stacks of money, man. Oh, so she did um, Haley Bieber's. interview podcast show called mm. who's in my bathroom so Haley Bieber oh, Haley Bieber sets up cameras in her bathroom it's the first of all the bathroom is giant right yeah. and then she has celebrities come in and, and everything else Haley Bieber of course the daughter of Stephen Baldwin niece of Alec Baldwin and um Gwyneth Paltrow immediately sort of like comes in and makes it weird by making a joke that she had sex with oh. her dad. Oh, <laughs> so listen to this. I am so excited about today's situation in the bathroom. I actually can't even believe I'm about to say who this next guest is. Please help me welcome Gwyneth Paltrow. Woo! All right, all right. Welcome to the bathroom. Wow, this is quite the bathroom. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you. I think I know your dad and your uncles. (laughs) That's my favorite thing that people say to me. Any stories? I did a movie with your dad, actually. Not me not knowing that. Well, it was a tiny independent movie. I think I was like 20 years old, so it was a really long time ago. But he was great. He was so nice. I love hearing that. Yeah, Imagine if you had some horror story and you were like, it was terrible, it was a nightmare. Working that would with be him. that. Or if I had, like, <gasps> your dad in the bathroom. I've had that happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he even knows that I know that, but I have had that happen. I did. I did. Oh, well, that's good to know. Okay. <laughs> wow. And then you got to carry on. Then you got to carry on the rest of the conversation. She's after the best. that was Gwyneth said. Paltrow is the absolute best, man. I Damn. love her so much. Why would you say uh, that? I, uh, oh, I'm so I mortified know, right now. I know. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. 
apparently, a uh, longer life may mean uh, scheduling even more than the recommended amount of weekly exercise, according oh, to a new God. study. So adults should get between 150 to 300 minutes of moderate physical activity a week or 75 to 150 minutes of vigorous physical activity mm. a week. However, that is not enough. Uh, they say it's also important to note that we found no harmful association among individuals who reported more than four times the recommended minimum levels of long-term wow. leisure time to moderate to vigorous physical activity. Examples of moderate activities includes a uh, brisk walk, mm-hmm. mowing the lawn, or mm-hmm. playing tennis doubles. Mm-hmm. Vigorous activity includes like a hike, jogging, or playing soccer. Um, so if you did four times the minimum, which is, let's say, 300. 300 times four is, Maury? 300 times four. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's 1,200. 1,200. And how many hours? Was I right? What's that? Was I right? Yeah. How many? Oh, wow. How many? Okay. How many hours a <laughs> week? How many hours a week does that uh, does that work out to? Um, how many hours a week? Well, 24 hours in a day. 24, 24, 24, 24. 24, that is um, uh, 4,000. 4, excuse me? What? 4,000 hours in a week? 24, 24 hours, 24 hours is 48 hours. Right. 48, 48 is 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. So 15, 16, 17, 18, 24. Um, Hold on a second. Here. There's, 20, there's 24, <laughs> Maury. Maury, Maury. There's 24 yeah. hours in a day, and you think that the recommended amount of exercise that people should do is 4,000 hours a week? <laughs> Oh, that's so wrong. <laughs> you think? <laughs> However, good news is uh, they did say that every little bit of exercise helps. Even just 11 minutes of exercise a day makes a huge difference on your lifespan. Hashtag goals. Yeah. Right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. We always talk about how uh, when these celebrities sell their houses that it's only ever other celebrities that buy their places. Like, all these celebrities just live oh, in houses yeah. that other celebrities. And uh, Cara Delevingne just bought Jimmy Fallon's New York City apartment for over $10 million. Woo! Wait, Have did you... she get rid of the one, the house she had that had that slide? Uh, oh, no, that's in L.A. This is in New York. Okay. Um, Jimmy Fallon's New York City apartment, I don't know if you've ever seen it. it I, it's chaotic. I, I look at pictures of it, and I get so uncomfortable. I could never... I could never live in that place. Apparently, she kept all the all, all the, the stuff. weird stuff. Yeah, she it kept lo- the, it, all oh the decor. God. It looks like a kid's summer camp. Like it looks like Jimmy's Playhouse, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, it's so unsettling. Uh-huh. Everything is just mishmash and juvenile and cluttered and hard. Like it's it's awful. Like I I well, can't even. I don't even like looking at pictures of Jimmy Fallon's apartment. Oh wow! Yeah. It upsets you that it much. It upsets me. I can't. I'm just Damn. not the type of person that could ever be comfortable in that type of place, um, at all. Could never. It looks nice. No. Like I think Deepa means yeah. like the walls and stuff. No, it's like thick wood. Oh no 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 no. Maybe I'm. Hold on. Maybe are you looking at the right things? Hold on. I, I think am. So. Uh, it's just like it's. Like pictures everywhere. Yeah. Here, no. listen, listen to this. Different colored furniture. Oh, just like that big green cow and like that one room. So you got just ju- there's just junk everywhere, and he's got like an antler chandelier, and like no, it's too dark. Hold I on. can't be in places that so are that dark. This is uh, Cara Delevingne talking to Jimmy Fallon oh. about living, buying his apartment, and living in it. Listen uh, to an this apartment in New York City. I did. It's not great though. 
It's not that great, yeah. It's, not that nice. it's very interesting. Yes. You uh, you bought a... my old apartment. I did, yes. I live in your <laughs> I live in your house. I sleep in your bed. Is that weird? It's <laughs> not weird at all. Um, I, uh, I, I'm just, I, I, how do you like it? You just moved in, it just happened. It's one of the most incredible places that I've ever lived in, obviously, but I just, I can't believe it. I feel so connected to you, but I feel so grateful, man. I just... I'm so yeah. grateful. Because so you lived happy. in that apartment since you were how old? I was probably 20 years old I lived in that yeah, apartment. you can smell it. <laughs> you can smell it, yeah. I'm just so happy because when you, when you sell an apartment, you're like, I hope yeah. someone cool buys it and someone creative buys it and someone loving buys it. And you fit all those, check all those but I've boxes. Because all the little bits, and I never, I didn't want to change anything about this house, honestly. I, I tried to design my house in L.A. basically like that without knowing that house. If, like, this house is what I would have designed if I had style, basically. Because it's his wife, it, Nancy. I mean, the whole place is... It's all beautiful. my wife, yeah. It's all, yeah. Okay, She's, so it's I, but I'm so happy. Love you, Nancy. Like, so there you well, go. Yeah, no, it's, I'm, I'm unsettled. But, yeah. But her place in L.A., she, if you remember from her Architectural Digest tour that she did, she has a tunnel that goes from one room to another room, and you crawl through a vagina. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into a, like a pit of balls. Yeah, into a pit of balls. That's right. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Spice Girls fans, it's all happening. Is it really? Not music, not oh. a tour. Um, oh. Almost, I, I would say, though, that if, if like, you're not going to get new music because I don't know if music could, like, live up to what they've done. Um, but you are going to get the Spice Girls documentary. So oh. the Spice Girls haven't Ooh. been together since like Olympics 2012 is when they were sort of mm-hmm. all together as the Spice Girls. So they're all getting together to do a documentary. But not only are they getting together to do a documentary. What? They're getting together to do a documentary on Netflix. And the people who are doing the Spice Girls documentary are the same people who did The Last Dance. The Michael Jordan documentary? Yeah. What? Wow. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's going to be good. Right? Fire. That's fire right there. Yes. So I'm so looking forward Assumably to they've that. started? Uh, I don't know if they, I don't know if production has started, um, but yeah, it's the, it's the, and the it's, only way, it'll be episodic, just sort of like The Last Dance was. And the and only way you could do this is if you got every single woman from Spice Girls. And they have them. So they yeah. got them because they don't want to tour together, or at no. least some of them don't want to tour together yeah. in Victoria. Yeah. Um, but to get them <laughs> together for the documentary. Yeah. Settle. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, what happened at this Dua Lipa show last night? Were people Some, lighting off fireworks in the crowd? In the, in the crowd, on the floor. And some people got injured. Yeah, because yeah. that's what I thought, that people got actually, like, hurt. But who brings fireworks to a show? How do you get fireworks I don't know. into the arena like I that? Listen yeah. to this. Oh. Wow. Like or they were, were full these... fireworks, like like big fireworks. Yeah, like, yeah. Or were these fireworks that were intended for the show that accidentally went? N- no. Off? No, no, no. Like, these like these were fans that were lighting them off, right? Damn, I yes, no, they were. Go. The police have confirmed that it was not part yeah. of the show. Like you wouldn't be setting off fireworks where these were being set no, off. It was from. like in the middle of the like the, the floor. But again, how do you get fireworks into the arena? Well, they're not when metal, they have so, doesn't yeah. matter. Even if you got like in a bag, whatever. Like they check every I've been to Scotiabank Arena with a yeah. bag, and they open every single compartment of that bag. Yeah, to I don't check. know, man. You put on like the inside of your thigh and stuff like that. They don't. They don't reach around. They, they, they will they, now. Do, they do a half pat. 
You know, yes. believe me, there's times I wish they did a little more. You know what <laughs> 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 You know, I never get checked for fireworks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.